Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Oh, man, I can smell it. I can smell it. It's right around the corner. It's what we've all been waiting for. And Brady Quinn and myself will have a three-hour comprehensive breakdown of the most important several next few weeks of your entire life. All right, so all of that is coming up here in just a couple of minutes. That guy over there is Brady Quinn. I am Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can always find the show on the iHeartRadio app, on all of our great Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are listening to the program, taking part in the program. We always appreciate a few minutes of your time on a Sunday night as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. And now we visit with my radio wife, my boo... My XOXO, ladies and gentlemen, Brady Quinn. Yeah, he's here, baby. I hate when you do that intro. Uh, but, hey, did you see it today? Did, did you see what happened in the world of sports? What happened? He's back. He is back, my friend. That's Who's right, back? Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods All is right. back. I know you didn't want to lead off with golf. Absolutely but I not. Just, and neither I just did anybody get else it out there. I just got to get it out there. Okay. He's back. Why don't, we, uh, why don't we focus on the guy who actually did win, uh, Francisco Malinari, a big-time win. And look, you are and your children are half Italian, 
All right, so that means uh, less than that. L- less than that. They're uh, actually half Irish. They're 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 not quite half Italian. Okay. Let's not, yeah. Let, let's just let's just pump the brakes. Oh, I I didn't right? know. Look, I didn't know that it was uh, that, that was <laughs> a touchy you claim subject. To be, don't you claim to be uh, somewhat Italian? Well, no. Be, uh, my uh, my heritage, uh, my last name Knox, is actually from uh, the Italian name Nacaro. <laughs> I, I mean, really? I don't know. We'll spin yeah. that. Why not? Uh, okay. I, yeah. I, I, I I'll probably. You know, spin that yarn at a bar sometime to a uh, to a, a foreign exchange uh, student or something like that. Why not? You know, what do you say? Why do you, ha- why do you have to be Italian to spin it to a foreign? Exchange I don't student? I, listen, man. I don't know. Uh, sometimes you, you get to drinking and you just make stuff up. I was talking about this a few days ago. I was at a bar one time and um, uh, like trying to approach a woman, and I, I remember and I'd forgotten about it until I was talking about it a couple of days ago. And while talking with her, she just dropped. I have a boyfriend. Very matter of fact in my face. <laughs> and so because I didn't want to lose the battle, I just responded with, yeah, me too. <laughs> like, like, like I sold myself as not being straight just so I didn't lose that battle. So sometimes you go out, you're having a little bit of fun, and, and you get after it a little bit. And I'm sure Tiger yeah. Woods is having a little bit of fun. Well, so. here's, here's my quick hot take, and we can kind of come back to right, this I'm gonna put my, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, take my headphones off. When you're okay. done, you guys signal to me no, in the th- back, and we're done talking golf. Seconds. All right. This will take 15 seconds. So you can, can we get the clock? Can we get the timer on this? Yeah, let's get a timer going. Okay. Let me, let me know when, when I can go. Can he go, Bo? Go. All right. Okay. Uh, I actually think Tiger Woods being close to winning a major but not actually winning a major is what's best for golf. Once he wins one, then the story's over. People stop watching. They stop being as, as excited about it. It's actually better that he just plays close. That's it. It's career. all over. And that is all over. The 15 <laughs> seconds are done. That is a wrap, everybody. 15 seconds of golf talk is done. For all you listeners that deserted us during that 15-second time, I would like to apologize on behalf of Brady Quinn. Yes. All right. Um. So we're coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. And Brady Quinn, you know something that's huge that is coming up around the corner? It is training camps. Training camps have opened in Baltimore. They opened in, in well, not in Baltimore, not technically, but the Bears and the Ravens no, it's have open started in training camp. Is it in Baltimore? Yeah, but yeah. they have the, they have the um, yeah, you just said the Bears and the Ravens. So yeah. where else would, where else would it Well, open? no, because the Bears do it in Bourbon A, so it's not technically Chicago. It's, it's Bourbon A, Illinois. And I don't know if the Ravens do theirs and where do they do it, like uh, – Actually, in Baltimore, they I, like I the think Bengals. they do it in Baltimore. Yeah, now now most teams is like a cost cutting measure. They'll do it just at their facility and then put you up in a nearby hotel. Um, so do do you start to get the uh, the, the the feelings back? Do you start to get the uh, the anxiety back? Like usually, it's around this time. How long did you play consecutively football in your life? Ooh, twenty five um, years. Well, I played till I was thirty. I probably started when I was around six or seven, so close to it. Twenty four, twenty three years. So, doesn't your body just this time of year start to get into football mode? Like, hey, I'm going to smell really bad for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, actually, I told my wife the other day, like, I get in this mode when I where I work out because you know, for quarterbacks in training camp, you know, you're up early, you're meeting, you always want to be ahead of the installs. And so typically, you know, you have a workout at some point throughout your schedule in, in the day, but it's a pretty jam-packed day. So if you could, you try to get out of the way in the morning, and then you've got everything else going on. But sometimes, it, depending on how long it is, it might run into that early quarterback meeting and then into your offensive meeting and then into the team meeting and all that. So sometimes you don't get the shower for a little while. Like, you just don't have time. <laughs> and so you might not get the shower. Like, if you get in there and you're working out at 6 – 
and your first meeting's at 7 or let's say 5.30, 5.45, depending on how long that workout is, you might not get a chance to shower until like your break where you have lunch and then you practice after in the afternoon. Like it might not be till 11 o'clock. So you're just sitting there in meetings, sweaty, stinky, pounding coffee, and then maybe like a protein bar to get you by to lunch because you barely had enough time to grab breakfast. Uh, and, and that's usually the mode of training camp. So there's times when I actually do that now, and she'll be like, what is wrong with you? Have you showered yet today? <laughs> I've, um, I have a, a buddy of mine who notoriously growing up, he just either if he did shower, just deodorant wasn't going to be something he put on right afterwards. Mm. It was very weird. Like, Did he did, smell like old Chipotle? Well, he, I mean, oh, look, I love Chipotle, but I'm just, you know, some guys, like they just, they smell like, Chipotle that's been sitting in the trash can yeah, for at least two days. And, and and he's okay with the smell. Like, if I have BO, I, I'm mortified by it. Like, I take pride in in my body odor, and I'm a cologne guy. There's not many of us left. And so Mambo. I take yeah. – I take, yeah, Mambo. I take pride in my body odor being on point. And so this guy growing up notoriously had bad BO. We would, and, But he didn't mind it. He just – he was kind of a surfer, kind of a hippie dude, uh, great guy, one of my dear friends, but he just – and as he got older, we thought that he got better. I just talked to his wife last week, and, and she said this to me. I'm, this is a true story, and if he heard this, he'd probably be pissed, but I don't care. I talked to his wife last week, and she said, well, you know what the thing that he does now is? I'm like, what's that? She goes, he jogs. He does a three-mile jog. to the tree. He showers in the morning, does a three-mile jog to the train station, and then gets into work and changes into his work clothes. Oh, gosh, that's that's just gross. And I, and I said to her, don't you see what's wrong with that process? I'm all, yeah. don't you, does, doesn't he kind of have that in reverse? She's like, that's just his thing. I'm like, okay, I, I guess oh. I guess that's just some people's thing. So I, I get the idea, though, of you know, going, not having a lot of time, not being able to shower. Who had the worst BO that you ever played with? I mean the Ooh. worst. I don't know. I, it's It's tough to... It's tough to pick one guy. Like I, I honestly, it probably was an offensive lineman, um, especially one of the bigger guys, because they probably had a harder time <laughs> washing all the crevices. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna puke. <laughs> oh um, man, I don't know. You know, to me, the worst was when guys had morning breath. It wasn't Brady that they they shot. even didn't shower. <laughs> it's that they had morning breath or they have like halitosis. You know, the breath just yes. stinks. That is the worst, and you could Brady smell that. From five rows ahead, you know, they, they raise their hand to ask a question. You're going, holy crap. Did, did something die in that guy's mouth while he was asleep last night? And th- those guys are the worst. The guys who are like, don't brush their teeth. They work out. They go into meetings and all that. And then at some point, you see them in, in the bathroom brushing their teeth. And you're like, yeah, you're, you're like four hours too late, buddy. Was it Rex had not? Oh no, no. Was it was it Rex? No. Come on. No, Big Rex was a gentleman. Okay. He was a gentleman. Kevin okay. Schaefer. Uh no, definitely not Kevin. Okay. Kevin's a good dude. Look at you named some old brown. I mean, this is what I do, man. I mean, I, 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 I will say this. I will say this. I never I'll never forget this. Um Rex one time I saw him on the off day. I happened to walk out of the facility and he was walking out to his car. He came out of a different exit. I said, "Hey, Big Rex, what's going on, man?" And he's like, hey, it's my dad. He's in town. Met his dad. I was like, what are you guys about to do? He goes, about to go to the strip club. I was like, okay. <laughs> Tuesday midday. That's how we do it here. All right. Oh, hold on a second. So this is at training camp or this is no, just during no. season? <laughs> this is during the season at okay. some point. And so it's a Tuesday. It's the off day. What time of day are we talking about? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. Probably in the afternoon. So they're, they're probably still trying to hit up that buffet. 
You know, like the all you can yeah. eat buffet some some clubs have, and you know it's typically a lot of wings. But yeah, I think I mean of that that was my is. best guess. Yeah, like, like they've got a like they've got a, a chef back there. Like, did you guys want the uh, did you guys want your steak medium rare? No, it's buffalo wings and it's Fritos, and that's Look, what's on the menu. I have heard, not experienced. Swear to God, I have heard Cahoots in Columbus. They have a great lunch buffet. I'm just telling you. All my buddies who live down there, they've been and they've legitimately said they go for the food and some of the entertainment, but it's usually not the best at that hour. Well, listen, I don't I don't care what you think right now. I am definitely not, as we speak, doing a live radio show here on Fox Sports Radio, Brady Quinn, on Google.com, trying to see how far away Cahoots is from a hotel I may be staying at in a couple of weeks. All right, I'm not doing that, and I'm not going to be accused of that either. I'm sick of this. 12 miles. Okay. Um. Um, right, so, we've got that, so we've got that sorted out here. Uh, so it's already off to a, a raucous start here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, so uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on FSR. Coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio, um, Brady, th- there was a, a bad situation in the NFL, um, a, a, a sad day in the NFL, the loss of a really, really good guy and a really good man. We'll have that for you here next on Fox Sports Radio. All right, man. All right. Love this little Allison Chains on a Sunday. <laughs> all right. Into this. Uh, all right. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Hey, did you um, get my text message, by the way? Uh, I, I saved some directions. Let me yeah. <laughs> let me look. Um, wow, that's not far at all. That I is, was actually uh, wrong. Twelve minutes, <laughs> not twelve okay, miles. Twelve minutes. <laughs> that's a uh, that's a, if you had one too many, a doable walk away. You know, like <laughs> that's a long walk. <laughs> that is six miles. Um, all right. So, uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. We'll let you know we are brought to you by Granger, the products and services you need when you need them. Granger's got your back to help keep your facility running. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, Brady. So, uh, we've got to uh, make a, a little bit of a correction here on Fox Sports Radio, or not really a correction. Um, you've got to understand that uh, that sometimes people have have difficulty understanding the things that you and I understand. Um, Tom Looney is a a legend here at Fox Sports Radio. He's a co-host of the JT The Brick Show. You can hear Monday through Friday. Um, he also may or may not um, work out a little too much. Uh, and Tom Looney uh, texted me during the last segment, and I didn't get it until the break, but he had an issue with you using the term installs when talking about football and getting ready for training camp because he thinks that you're speaking over the head of the listener. Now, I'm going to pretend that I'm a listener. I would think that installs meant when they're installing new plays on the offense, correct? That's correct. Okay. Or defense. But yes. Yeah. Um, so I guess the moral to the story is um, Tom Looney doesn't really know football, and, uh, and Tom Looney is harassing me via text message. So is there anything you want to say to Tom Looney so I, you can get him off my back? Please. Um, you know, you can never really work out too much. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, I am kind of side with Looney on that one. All right. So, yeah. uh, all right. Listen, uh, Tom, it's, uh, don't be upset and don't be jealous that I'm actually doing a show with somebody who was the spokesman for EAS. And instead, uh, you're in the back of an Uber bombed out of your mind on 15 Dos Equis on a Sunday. Okay. <laughs> and we'll leave it at that. Uh, all right. So Brady Quinn here alongside Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. So Tony, uh, uh, Gee, I knew I was going to say that. I knew I was going to call him Soprano. You wouldn't be the first to do it. Jesus. Um, Tony Sperano, um, assistant for the Minnesota Vikings, passed away suddenly earlier on Sunday. Uh, I woke up to the news. I've heard nothing but great things about the guy. I think that you know his son. What was your reaction to the passing of of, uh, Tony Sperano? 
surprising, incredibly sad. Um, as, as you said, I, I, I was with his son when I was with the New York Jets. It was only for half a season, but Tony Sperano Jr. was you know one of the people who very early on I kind of clung to, to to get the installs uh, before everyone else to try to you know get ahead because I was obviously playing catch-up since I wasn't there for um, any of the offseason or training camp. I just uh, left with the Seattle Seahawks. So um, you could just tell the type of guy that he was to help me out and stay extra hours and, and help me kind of get caught up to speed. Uh, he didn't have to, and, and he had plenty, plenty of other obligations. Um, but it goes to show you <clears throat> what kind of guy Tony Sperano Jr. is, but also you know, the, the type of father that Tony Sperano was to him, uh, to, to have a son that's so um, selfless and willing to sacrifice his time and, and part of his day to help out a guy um, who he really wasn't even you know, assisting in our room. Uh, he wasn't an assistant quarterback coach or anything like that. Uh, really, he helped out more with the offensive line and and kind of fall with his, his dad in his dad's footsteps. Um, but you know, just it, it, it's sad because I, I knew players who played for the Miami Dolphins who had him as a head coach. They loved him. Um, you know, they they he was a players' coach, but he was disciplined and he always had their best interest in mind. I think he was innovative in the sense of thinking about the wildcat when we think about the formation where the running back stands back where the quarterback is and takes a direct snap, that really came about when David Lee, who was the quarterback coach at the time at the Miami Dolphins, introduced it to uh, Tony Sperano. And he said, let's spring this on the New England Patriots when we play against them. I used to run it back during my time in Arkansas, uh, and, and Tony Sperano was, was all on board. And they kind of ran with it, and it, it was the in vogue thing then. You still see people with package of, you know, packages of it here and there with a running back or wide receiver who will go back to that position in an effort to just run the football. Um, so that was one of his um, you know, kind of marks on the game and on the NFL. And, and for a period of time, you know, he took a 1-15 team, the Miami Dolphins, the year before he got there and turned around to an 11-5 football team. You know, that was one of the last times, if you'll recall, a team other than the New England Patriots. And, and the Jets, I believe, has, have one or two somewhere in there, maybe one. Uh, but that was really one of the last times you saw another AFC East team win that division, and that was the Chad Pennington in that group. So, um, you know, again, you can't say enough about a guy like that who, um, you know, I, I always thought was upfront, honest, very blunt guy, but, you know, the type of coach that was a straight shooter, and, and you kind of love that about him. Um, I've never, I'm trying to think of if I've ever heard anybody say a bad thing about him. Um, I remember seeing the, there was a documentary on Brandon Marshall and Brandon Marshall said one of the guys that really sort of embraced him and it might've been, and I don't want to speak out of turn. Um, but I, I think I have this correct that uh, Brandon Marshall was one of the guys. He said that Tony Sperano was the one who really encouraged him to, to, to get help to see about what, you know, maybe what his anger issues are about or whatnot and was so supportive and such a good dude to him. And you look all over Twitter, social media, I can't find anybody that has a bad thing to say about him. Like his reputation is is sparkling amongst NFL and people outside the NFL. Yeah, I mean, it just, again, it, it spoke volumes about who he was. And I think, you know, he was up in Minnesota. Um, and, and I feel like from the time that he got there, and I want to say what it was a couple years ago maybe, uh, their offensive line had a different demeanor. I mean, they, they really have. The past couple seasons, you kind of looked at that offensive line and they've had to make some changes and kind of try to do some things in free agency to help out. But they've had a completely different attitude. They've continued to progress. And they've been a well, – I, I would say the, probably the position group most that's been most improved. Everyone knows about how good the Minnesota Vikings defense is. And that's, it goes in large part to Mike Zimmer and, and Rick Spielman with the job they've done bringing in talent. But 
Tony Sperano is a big reason why their offense has continued to make strides, even though they've had to play with their backup quarterback the past two years. Um, so he's he was a, a great guy. Um, just you know, thoughts and prayers obviously go out to Tony Sperano Jr. and the rest of his family. I know he's um, you know Tony Sperano Jr.'s got. Um, some siblings, and then there's obviously some grandchildren involved too. So it's just a, it's a sad day, you know. And and, I, and there's never a good way to talk about it. No, but it's a sad day in the NFL when you lose a coach like that who had such a big impact on players. Well, and it just goes to show you, and this could apply to football, but I notice this a lot in football, and you could probably speak on it better than I can. Football seems like if you're a coach or you're in the coaching profession, you, you know, say you get a crack like Tony Sperano did as a head coach. But if you've got a good enough reputation and if you're good enough to the people around you and you're a decent human being and you work your ass off and you work hard and you're good at your job, Tony Sperano would have been employed in the NFL until he was 80 probably because everybody thought that much of him. And it seems like in the NFL, if you get in, like you never hear about a coach uh, uh, coaching in the NFL, uh, being fired as a head coach because, I mean, all NFL head coaches get, get fired by and large. But you, you never hear about an NFL head coach being out of work for a lengthy amount of time and just can't catch on with another team. Like, you know somebody. It's such a fraternity, and everybody's so close together. And so you see uh, Mike Zimmer, others come out and just talk about what an amazing human being he was. I'll bet he could have worked until 80, 85 years old had he lived that long because his reputation was that spotless. If you wanted to, it would have been there for him. And for the most part, you, you see coaches – in the NFL can continue to find jobs elsewhere because, you know, if they're jerks, people aren't going to hire them. You know, if they're not loyal, they're not going to keep them around. So guys like him who um, continually are employed, it's for a reason. He's good at his job, but on top of that, he's loyal, he's devoted to his task, and he he loves the game of football. Um, And those are some of the things that, again, I kind of more got – just from um, my time, uh, spending time around his son. And, and you could tell that, that was, that's the impact he had on Tony Jr. And I, I can't tell you how many times his son and I would be talking about something and he'd reference something that his dad told him or reference something that him and his dad had talked about as far as how he viewed it and how he, he understood it. Um, when you're talking about installing an offense, it's really like learning a different language. And, it, and it's like basically you know, trying to you know, reteach some of the same things you already know um, but just a, a, in a different way of explaining it, or maybe they have a different way of doing it and trying to get an understanding of why. And, again, Tony Sperano Jr. Had, had a big impact on me, and obviously a lot of that came from his father. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, coming up next, so there is a story, a lingering story in the NFL that could be a prime example of how wrong the media has gotten it. All right, so find out which story that is next here on FSR. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, it's the great and the powerful Steve DeSager. (laughs) Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. We were due to have a baseball game in New York tonight. It's been rained out Mets at Yankees, so... I would ask my co-host exactly what is Live Bet Loser going to be wagering on this evening during the show. Wow. Wow. That is unbelievable. Everything's final in the major leagues. Mm. We're done with summer league basketball, right? Mm. Camps are just starting to open over the next week, NFL. We don't have preseason of that. No clue. Yeah, I can't even uh, can't imagine what uh, Sunday what off. Bit, I, no. Maybe not not taking an L this Sunday. No, wow. I mean, look, I mean, he won last week, so I don't I don't he think did he did win last week. <laughs> Wait a minute. Granted, you Wait might have won five dollars on like a thousand dollar bet. <laughs> I mean, but he did win last week. He he won last week because he said, "Hey, there's a soccer game with two minutes to go. I think they'll still win." Well, first of all, I, I'm a little um, uncomfortable with you calling him him. 
Okay, we don't know if it's a him or it's a her. Mm. I just can. I just Good would point. like. I would oh, like to call great him. Great point. So it a, could be Mary, is uh, what you're saying. I would say I would call well, him. Well, it could be something else. Or a know. or a force of nature is yeah. what I would like to call him. Well, some of the her. picks have been forced. Whatever. You're correct. Yeah. San Diego at Philadelphia in baseball. A doubleheader after rainout in Philly yesterday. They split the pair tonight. Padres in the nightcap on offense, two for 28. The Phillies now a game over the Braves for first in the NL East. The Braves have lost six to two at Washington tonight. Two rain delays in that game, totaling about three and a half hours after a rainout in D.C. yesterday. A combined 22 men left on base in that one. Oakland in 10 innings, edge San Francisco six to five. The win to ex-Mets reliever Yuri's Familia just traded yesterday. He pitched two scoreless innings today. Mets pitcher Noah Syndergaard is on the DL with a virus. He's believed to have picked it up while working at a kids camp during the recent All-Star break. Again, Mets at Yankees rained out tonight. Francesco Molinari won the British Open by two strokes. First golfer from Italy to win a major. He started the day three back. A bogey-free round, same as yesterday for him. Rory McIlroy tied for second place. Tiger Woods was three shots back. His first top ten finish in a major in five years. Jordan Spieth, age... Uh, yeah, 76 for him. So uh, the the weekend did not age well for him, you might say. Fell to a tie for ninth, four shots back. Kevin Harvick took the NASCAR race at New Hampshire. And a trade in the CFL tonight. Quarterback Johnny Manziel goes to Montreal, which yeah. is coached by Mike Sherman, who recruited him to A&M. Manziel did not play at all regular season with Hamilton. He goes to a Montreal team that has lost 15 of its last 16, dating back to last year. Back to you. Thanks, Steve. Uh, Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn uh, here, Fox Sports Radio. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. Um, all right. The, the, I, I don't have anything against J.J. Watt. I just want to throw this in here. All right. And but we're going to and we're going to get to what, 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 what did you do now? I okay. Mean, just, I mean, just tell me you what's go to, on your mind. What are you so upset about? You seen his Twitter account? Oh, no. The, the no, tweet he just sent. Just look up J.J. Watt on Twitter. And okay. uh, and you tell me what's appropriate about that picture of J.J. Watt uh, posing uh, with his shirt off, uh, pretending like he doesn't know there's a camera there. And it just happens to be a black and white photo while he works out and does bicep curls. <sighs> Come on, man. I thought you had the same thing on your Twitter account. No, I don't. I absolutely do not. I don't take, I don't take my phone into the gym. It, it 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 bothers me. You're there to work out. It's not it's not a photo shoot, bruh. <laughs> oh, don't tell someone on our crew. That. Oh yeah, listen, um, <laughs> Bobo, one person on our crew hey, who takes his phone. And, and, too many. Places. Yeah, Bobo it, just slowly put his yes, headphones on. Yes, and, and we are in. we're going to get into uh, this NFL story that I teased. I I promise you, but this needs to be addressed because we've been teasing this behind the scenes for several weeks. Bobo, our technical producer, uh, he'll work out. He's been working out a lot lately, and um, the problem is. He's got to post an effing video on Instagram every time he works out. Not every time. Okay. Uh, Pretty much every okay, time. Okay, 99 out of 100 times. Is that is that more accurate? About 97. Okay, 97 out of 100 <laughs> times Bobo works out. He's got to post a video. And it's always one of these. Uh, he's posing, uh, posting all of his buddies working out behind him. And uh, Bobo's got a comment like, yep, we getting it. We getting it today. No, man. Why don't, why don't you get that phone the, the hell out of the gym and just work out? Here, here's well, my concern, okay? Before you even respond to that, Bobo, yes. I've noticed you take your phone everywhere. So I am going to make an assumption. I bet when you're spending some quality time in the pot, on the toilet, oh, and I know you don't use Squatty Potty, so we're on team no Squatty Potty. Yeah, team Skidmark. But I assume you take your phone in with you, right? Not all the time, no. 
Okay, but the majority of the time, again, 97 times out of 100, I think right? most normal human beings nowadays take their phone in the bathroom yeah. with them. Okay, you, you, you want to know why I don't? Because, because it, it, guess germs. what? Well, yeah, because guess what you do when you come out of the bathroom? You wash your hands. But guess what? You don't wash your phone. And think about point. that. You're, you're, you're sitting point. there wiping and all that, and all of point. a sudden you put your hands on your phone. That's a good point. Yeah. Very good point. I love how we got away from the gym. Yeah, I don't know. So, so another one. So more, moral of the story is, moral of the story is, Brady thinks Bobo doesn't wash his hands after the gym either. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. I, I'm feeling that. Yeah, the gym is Could you imagine good. how dirty your phone is? Then you put up on the side of your face. On the side of your face, Yeah, Bobo. it's gross. It's gr- Listen, that I might be why I'm bald. Okay, wow. Well. Well, I mean, it could be worse. You could be Noah Syndergaard, but we'll touch on that later. <laughs> uh, we'll, anyway, to touch we'll on to what you were talking on. about, I take my phone with me everywhere, like as far as the gym, because my music comes from my phone. Okay. People don't have iPods anymore. They don't have MP3 players. I do. They have, well, you're... <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm the Amish of the gym. <laughs> I'm the Amish. So pretty much my music comes from my phone. That's why I have it. Now, to post the videos that I do when I post videos about me working out or a group of guys that I'm with when we work out is to pretty much motivate people to get in there and do it. Because a lot of people who personally know me know how busy my schedule is working between three different radio stations. Now, I will give props and a lot of respect to my friend, Mr. Brady Quinn, because if he does see me doing something wrong, he will quickly correct me. Like, quickly. So, thank you, Brady, because I probably See, would Josh not doesn't know back. that. That was Wait, just, yeah. supposed to be our secret. Okay, hold on a second. Sorry. Okay, hold on a second. I didn't I didn't tell you you were doing dips wrong last week? You did say it, but you said it. What you said was, just go lower. That was it. Well, yeah. That was a very condescending said. way, Jonas. It was a very condescending way. Bobo and I talked about that as well. Right. Can well, we work on your tone when you talk to Bobo in these okay. text messages? All right, I see how this is going. Well, once yeah. again, Brady is somehow behind the scenes, worked everybody into his favor. I'm sick of this. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I, I, I'm sick. You know, you're like, I'm, I'm not going to do the fourth hour tonight. Hey, I'm hey, serious. hey. I'm out. We're, we're in competition right now to be the baby's godfather. That, that's what's going on, Jonas. So I have to win. Oh, we haven't we haven't even figured that out yet. Oh, come on, man. It's like, still up in the hey, air. Just hey, on, dude. hey. Just saying. Hey, Brady. Over here, babe. Come on. Could you Good imagine influence? if I just made Fox Sports Radio the, the godfather and mother oh, that'd be to great. my second born? That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> that'd I'm not be sure wonderful. how Alicia would take that. No, I don't yeah. think she would. I think Alicia's going to go with Eric Roberts being that he's the you know one that's soon to be in the same situation that they're in, meaning that he's engaged now. Soon oh. to be. You're saying he has more stability in his life. Yeah, than me and like Jonas He's, he's do. more mature. Yeah, yeah okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, I, I won't pretend that I'm not slightly offended, but <laughs> we'll, talk about, we'll talk about that later. Um, all right, Brady, uh, we got to get to this here, uh, Fox Sports Radio. So uh, can you believe it? I am stunned to find out that Tom Brady is reporting to camp early. I thought he hated it there. I thought Gronk hated it. I thought everything was falling apart in New England, but he is reporting to camp this week for the New England Patriots. Your reaction. Pretty much thought that was going to happen the whole time. It's amazing. Uh, wasn't surprised. I'm not sure why the media and, – and really, it's just a, a couple networks. Is, is it not – it's one specific network. I don't know why. They tend to sensationalize stuff in regards to Tom Brady. Uh, I'm not sure what their infatuation is. I'm, I don't know what's gone on behind the scenes and if they feel like they've been wrong. But it always seems to be one specific network that wants to sensationalize the breakup or the, the downfall of what the New England Patriots – could be at some point towards the end of Bill Belichick's career and Tom Brady's career, which, I mean, it doesn't always end well anyway. I'm not sure where we got this impression that at the very end of a long, long relationship 
that everyone ends on a high note and rides off into the sunset. It's a happy ending. That that doesn't happen very often. Actually, it's it's very seldom that you get that opportunity to have a John Elway send off or a Peyton Manning send off where you win a Super Bowl and then kind of just sail on with the rest of your life. Yeah, I, the, like I was talking, I thought about this as well too. So let's just say all the rumors are true. Let's say that that Bill Belichick and Tom Brady don't like each other. They're not getting along. Bob Kraft has interjected himself. Everybody's annoyed with everybody. Let's just say all that's true for argument's sake. What's more likely that that's the reason that they take a step back this year, or that Tom Brady's forty-one? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like it's it just it's a better story. I get that it's a better story, but it's not it's not the the true story. Okay, like teams like we've seen this before. Man, Dan Gilbert and LeBron James couldn't stand each other. They had a lot of success together in Cleveland. Uh, Jimmy Johnson and Jerry Jones couldn't stand each other. They had a lot of success together. We've seen this so many times before to where you don't see eye to eye all the time. To me, it's more of a reflection of how solid they've been for so long that this stuff coming out is even a story. I'll put it this way. And you spend so much time with people over the midst of just one season. I mean, you, you literally get to know your teammates sometimes better than you know your spouse or girlfriend or, or family because you spend so much time with, with your teammates and it's a combination of you know physical and emotional stress, mental stress with everything that you go through. And, and the locker room is like a very sacred place. And t- at times things get emotional. And it, I was just actually just having this conversation with David Anderson who I know, you know is a good friend of yours and you have him on the show. Can't stand but, him. But <laughs> stop, man. <laughs> But in all seriousness, one of the conversations we had was just how there's nothing like a locker room environment where it's, it's kind of like uh, the jungle. I mean, it, it's a bunch of alphas. It's a bunch of guys with egos and attitude. <laughs> and, and sometimes things get heated and guys will get in fights or guys will you know, have different altercations, verbal altercations, where you, know, you hear some stuff said and you're like, jeez. And, and that's just how it is. It's a unique environment. There's no other work environment in the world you ever find like that. And, you know, the press is dying to try to hear some of those stories and some of the things that go on. And, and I'll never forget this because I want to say it was my, I think it was my rookie year. It was my rookie year or my second year. And we had a wide receiver and an offensive coordinator getting a fight in a meeting. And, you know, it literally to the point where they had to be separated. I mean, physically, guys were getting up and separating the two. The player was taken out of the room. The offensive coordinator was kind of cooled down. This and is then your second year? My second year in the league. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know you're going to play the game I'm while not, I'm talking about I'm, I'm, I'm not doing that. I, I'm really no, listening. No, Seriously. No. Um, <laughs> so the point was our offensive coordinator at the time said, hey, man, we're family. If anyone wants to sit in here and act like you don't have those knockdown drag out fights with your family, you're lying. And it's because you love them because it matters more and it's more meaningful to you. And, and I believe that's true. You know, I think the most passionate people um, that you, or the, the way the most you know, passion you feel for people in your life, you tend to act more emotionally with them. And that tends to be good and bad. And, and that's, you know, kind of what well, I think what people have tried to tap into with the New England Patriots because they've been so successful, successful, because they've been together for so long, it's, it's led now to times when you see you know, some of those fights, some of those disagreements and arguments. That doesn't mean that the world's ending. It just means that there's something going on that they have to find a resolution to. Yeah, I, I, remember, God, it's, I remember that like it was yesterday. Uh, Rob Chudzinski and uh, 
Cindric Steptoe going at it, man. Like they were just throwing down, man. I remember that. It's crazy. I got that, didn't I? I no, figured you didn't. Oh no. It was it was Steptoe versus Chud, wasn't it? No, it definitely wasn't. Oh, it wasn't man. Step. Wasn't Step. Step was as quiet of a uh player in person you'll ever meet. Man. Really didn't say much. Just Un- kind of did his job, did his thing, worked hard. Crazy, he was a great teammate. Crazy to see Josh Cribbs and Chud go out. It, it like definitely that. wasn't Cribbs. It definitely wasn't uh, Cribbs. Yeah, because he was probably still working on his fourth concussion in a row. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, he did ask a lot of questions. Just just to see to see Steve Sanders and Chud go at it like that was nuts, man. Definitely I mean, wasn't Steve Sanders. I mean, like the fact that Braylon Edwards would fight his offensive coordinator was crazy to me. But again, that just didn't tend to happen. I don't know. What, How long do we have until break? Just, just to uh, go through every single I wide mean, receiver that like, I played. Just, I mean, years. think about it like this. Just in this, in these, in these terms. I mean, Dante Stallworth versus Chudzinski. I mean, like, come on, who wouldn't? Uh, that's like a pay per view bout. Um, Keep going, uh, man. Uh, just, just crazy <laughs> what happened there. Um, Jason Wright. Uh, Jason Wright uh, throwing. Jason down. Wright played running back. Well, I'm running out of options here. Right? Hey, um, we're all out of wide receivers now. I'm onto the tight ends: Martin Rucker, Darnell Dinkins, Steve Hyden. Come on, man. Throw me a no. bone here. What are his no. initials? No. All right. What Move is his name? Okay, man. that's not the point right. of the story. Okay, the point is, I agree. I agree. People, people hear little. You know, they get little tea leaves from the locker room, mm-hmm. and and they think all of a sudden like this stuff doesn't happen on every team every single year, and even for some of the most successful franchises, like it, not everything's not always copacetic. You know, like thing like people don't always get along, but they set aside their differences and they realize like they they're both working towards one common goal, and and that's that's one thing that I mean even you know in in, in election years where to be quite blunt like there's times when you know guys you know, are saying certain things and, and there's disagreements in the locker rooms about who people should vote on. Like that stuff is ha- just like it does in everyone else's office that happens in a locker room and people still set aside their differences. They go out and they play and they go try to win football games. It, it's that simple. It's not that complicated. Unbelievable, man. But the fact that Paul Hubbard would fight his offensive coordinator, can you believe that? It's crazy. <laughs> still un- keep going. Un- uh, unbelievable. I mean, you know, what, what does his name rhyme with? I mean, let's just see. You want to do that game? Uh, what does his name rhyme with? Who fought his offensive coordinator? All right, never mind. All right, Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here, Fox Sports Radio. As we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up next, um, I don't know how he's going to do it. I don't know how Live Bet Jesus is going to make a pick. There's nothing happening. But he says, I've heard rumors that he is going to make a pick. Find out what the hell this savage is going to bet on next here on Fox Sports Radio. I'm going to go with uh, Fort Knox because you're gold, baby. There's a better way to buy home insurance with Progressive's new Home Quote Explorer tool. Get a custom quote and a great rate all online. See for yourself how much you could save at Progressive.com. Oh, man, I love me some Allison Chains. Allison Chains just kicks ass. It's what they do, man. And you know what? I, I, I would love to see Allison Chains live. You want to know why I won't, though, Brady? Why's that? Because the lead singer's dead. Okay, that's why I won't. It's not the same, man. So they haven't. Uh, they don't have one of those replacement guys. No, well, they do, but I'm just not going to go see it. It's like watching the the fourth preseason game. I mean, who wants right. that? I mean, like, like uh, I, you know, right. growing yeah. up, I mean, I was only interested in seeing Mike Tomzak. I had no interest in seeing Peter Tom Willis. Okay, play quarterback. You know what I mean? 
Um, little throwback I just, there. Is, is the replacement close to the same voice or sound? Yeah, no, they're 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 fine. They're very is good singers. Like, like the guy who took over for Freddie Mercury with Queen, he's phenomenal. I mean, it almost sounds identical. Yeah, but I just, I can't do it, man. The same with Journey. Journey has the uh, yeah. The, the or am I thinking dude. of Journey? Yeah, maybe it's Journey. I don't know. There's maybe a lot. Journey. There's a lot. Look, uh, ACDC. Um, their original singer was poisoned to death. If I'm not mistaken, that might be a reckless poison. Made. Yeah, poisoned. Yeah, you got poisoned. poisoned. Yeah. What did he ever do to anyone? Well, I don't know. Wow. It's a wild times back then, man. Um, Can you imagine if you poisoned someone else? I mean, m- with malicious intent, right? Like not like by accident. Like, oh, I didn't. I didn't realize I just gave you acid. Mm. This is a appetizing commentary on a Sunday night. Uh, join us next week as uh, Brady talks about gunshot wounds here on Fox Sports Radio. What's wrong Good. with you? Good God. Uh, Live Bet Jesus has already sent a tweet. Oh, have you cares? Have you seen? He's what is your sticks. problem? What is your problem? Come on, man. Live Bet Jesus, for those of you who don't know, he's a character. It, he, he's like Tiger. It's it's better when he gets close to winning but actually loses. It well, makes the show better when he loses. No, he's not I'm like just, Tiger. Uh, he's not a sex addict. Okay, so uh, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't believe that that's a fair statement to make about one of our m- most frequent. guests. I don't guests. even want to get into the definition of that in, in, in any way. Yeah, like, it's like he, he's like any other, you know, alpha. I know. Athlete, I right? love when that was being thrown around. Tiger Woods is a sex addict, and my response oh, really? was, um, <laughs> "So what did he do wrong?" <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, is there something? Did he do something There's wrong? There's some immoral things he did. Yes, wrong. of course. Yes, I, but, I yeah. get it, but a little bit overblown. Um, all right, my so off. Uh, that's enough. Off. I, okay, we we got it. Okay. They, they shut off in the fourth round. We're aware. Um, so Live Bet Jesus is a character on the show. Um, he just started appearing about a year and a half ago, and he would make live bets on the air. There would be a sporting event on, usually Sunday night football, and he would bet on it, and it just sort of took on um, uh, its own thing. It's like his own being. He, he's got a Twitter account, at Live Bet Jesus. Um, some people have <laughs> accused me of being Live Bet Jesus. They've accused Brady. We've never even met the guy. A well, piece here, of paper falls down on do the desk. Here's what about him. Is he's not very good, you know. He he makes bets. He's just not very good. That's good. Very very good. Just um, live, live bet Jesus. You want to rip That's Santa Claus? You want to rip Santa Claus in the Easter Bunny next? Don't, or do don't you wanna... bring Santa Claus into this, all okay? Right. Easter Bunny's fair game. Okay. Um. All right. So so apparently, live bet Jesus says he's going to make a pick. He has sent a tweet out. The following tweet was sent out moments ago at live bet Jesus. I want to quickly get your thoughts, Brady. Um. Good evening, my children. This from live bet Jesus. Rumor has it there's nothing to bet on right now. I beg to differ. Come get rich next on Fox Sports Radio with Jonas Knox and Brady Quinn. How about that? He, he's got a couple things. Uh, there's some heavy favorites right now. You could go with the international friendly women's match between Trinidad Hagen and Tobago versus Nicaragua. No, I think that's over. He would never pick no. a game that's almost okay. Ended. Yeah. Uh, what about the uh, the Chile Primavera division? Oh my God! Oh, he just like right in the middle of your statement. He said, "Bleep you, Quinn. Let me get over here." I didn't even use. He didn't even use his blinker. Okay, all the lights are out in the studio. I can't see anything, okay? And, and for some reason, even though it's daylight out, I still can't see anything. There's a light beaming into the studio right now. A piece of paper is falling down onto the desk. I will read its contents here on the air, okay? True story. Spoke my eye out. It is tonight, on the 22nd day of July, 2018, that I, Live Bet Jesus, proclaim the pick to be... Nakaxa minus one over Club America in Mexico Liga MX. How about that, Brady? What the hell is La that? La Raza! So there are several compelling storylines going on in the NFL as training camp approaches. 
And Brady Quinn and myself are going to break those down for you here coming up in just a couple of minutes. Jonas Knox, again, Brady Quinn over there, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So, Brady, um, I don't I don't know if you happen to see this. There was some controversy. Um, live Bet Jesus, um, who's a character on the show, before we get into the NFL stuff, Live Bet Jesus made a pick um, before we ended last hour. He appears on the show, and Live Bet Jesus makes a bet on a live sporting event every week. He never misses a week. He's been doing it for like a year and a half. Okay, yeah. he's, he's the most consistent thing it's about this terrible show. terrible record. Yeah, right. it's it's not a consistent winning. Okay. We know that. All right. Um, so anyways, uh, so Live Bet Jesus appeared a few minutes ago, and he made a pick on a Mexico Liga MX soccer game. Uh, first of all, Mexico Liga MX sounds like a, a pro wrestling company. Uh, I have no idea what the hell that is. But he chose a team by the name of Necaxa, uh, minus one. And uh, just to show how popular Live Bet Jesus is, somebody has tweeted in a picture of themselves placing a bet, following Live Bet Jesus's instructions. They are all in on Nakaxa to win by more than a goal. How about that? This is how lawsuits start. I'm just uh, throwing that out there. What, okay. I, I mean, I'm not. Uh, Disclaimer, okay? For all listeners out there, we are not a professionally gambling a- agency. No, we don't not. give anyone that sort of we're advice. Um, if this doesn't work out for you and your bet, please don't sue us, okay? Um, that, I'll, just, I'll, I'll leave it at that. I think it should be noted that uh, the individual who sent the tweet in of the screenshot of them betting on Nakaxa um, because Live Bet Jesus made the same pick. Um, the name of his Twitter account is Trumple Stiltskin. <laughs> so if you needed any more indication as to what the crowd's like here on every Sunday night, there you go. Exhibit A, Trumple Stiltskin, live betting a soccer game that we could hardly even pronounce. So there. All right. Uh, okay, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here on FSR. So the NFL training camps are starting up, and Brady Quinn and I thought, all right, we are going to – we're going to have some fun. We're going to look at some of the training camp headlines, some things, some interesting storylines heading into training camp and kind of and kind of throw these around. Now, do you want to get you fired up for it? I know you're a big music guy. You used to listen to Pantera and Korn and Slipknot when you would do a bench press and you'd be in the squat rack as you get get ready for another football season. Do you want some music to kind of get you fired up for this? Are you okay yeah, doing it all the Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, okay, it's, you, a, it's almost football season, okay. man. Let, let's, let's, let's you want some NFL on Fox? You want uh, some NFL sure. on Fox? All right, yeah, yeah, NFL on Fox. Here we go. All right, so NFL on Fox. Brady Quinn. All right, get it started. I'll, I'll let you get it started because I, it, that's what I do. I'm a, I'm a good uh, good co-host, all right? It's not all about me. It's about us. Brady Quinn, give me a headline, something you are fascinated by as we approach training camp. Well, uh, I'm going to start in the AFC, okay? I think with the way Deshaun Watson looked as a rookie, if he can come back and if he can replicate that performance of what he was in 2017 for six games for an entire season – and you add back a healthy J.J. Watt and Whitney Merciless, all of a sudden Jadavion Clowney is playing for another contract. Like, this could be a fearsome bunch that you're taking up against. I'm really excited to see what the Houston Texans are going to be with all their stars back healthy. Okay. I've got another uh, storyline for you here. Um, as the NFL and Fox music just disappears. It just There it is. <laughs> uh, there it is. As, uh, I think, you know, I think what happened here 
is uh, Bobo was multitasking. And so instead of swiping left on Bumble, he swiped left on the board, and the music mm. went down. If no, you... actually, I'm responding to uh, coworkers who are texting us during a live show. Okay. Uh, leave us alone, everybody. All right, go go enjoy your weekends. We're trying to do a live show <laughs> I think here. he was referring to you. Uh, losers. Yeah. No, I'm not, um, actually. Oh. No, no. Yeah, we're, we're getting harassed. Uh, Arnie Spanier, mind your own business, pal. We'll get to you in a couple hours. I love Arnie. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, so wow. Brady, here's here's a here's another uh, here's another headline for you. I got all right something a storyline heading into training camp. John Gruden back with the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, right. well, okay. Can, don't you find this a little odd? And I and I don't know why nobody else thinks this is a little bit odd. So John Gruden, he's always been a little bit of a red ass, right? When he was a coach at Tampa Bay, he was always over the top, screaming, yelling. He was the same way in Oakland. They called him Chucky, the faces, all of that stuff. He even ripped into Jerry Austin from time to time when Jerry Austin was agreeing with an official's call on the field in the Monday Night Football booth. So John Gruden, this this just, you know, this intense individual. Why the hell did he cater and 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 buy out a bar near Oakland a sports bar for Raider fans over the weekend he threw a party for Raider fans at a sports bar in Oakland over the weekend and signed autographs and shook hands and took pictures this is not the John Gruden I remember okay this is not the same guy I wonder if he thinks that there's a really good chance that they could struggle this year and this is his uh hey listen I know we're four and 12 but uh remember that one time I signed your football at that sports bar <laughs> you know like it just, doesn't it seem a little bizarre whoa 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 wait was that a Hooters I mean, he's sponsored no, it, by them. no it wasn't I, even a Hooters would... it wasn't oh, a Hooters oh, well um so I I just I think, look, it, it's exciting. It's cool to have Gruden back. But what concerns you the most about the Raiders as they head into next season? Because it's not exactly uh, a, a sure thing that he's going to be a home run there. No, it's the fact that he's been away from the game so long. And I, I think people can say, well, he's, he's kept up on it. He's consulted with other coaches in the NFL during the offseason. And he's got to you know, prepare each week. So he's been in the production meetings talking with all these coaches and probably giving them advice about how they can fix their issues. But now he's one of those coaches who's sitting in that coaching office looking at his roster and there's nothing he could do about it. You know, one of the things you can always tell people when you're consulting is, you know, which people you need to get rid of and then bring in someone else. It's not that easy to do that when all of a sudden you're the guy, you're the head coach, and you've, you're responsible for the guys on the roster. There's different contractual obligations where you can't get out from underneath it. So, um, you know, that's changed a little bit. I think the, the dynamic of how young the league is and some of these players he's dealing with. Think about all the teams he had success with, whether it was the Raiders um, his first time around or even the Tampa Bay Bucks. Those were older veteran teams. Guys like Derek Brooks, Simeon Rice. You know, Rich Gannon was his quarterback for the Oakland Raiders. Veteran, older players on that team. Um, you've got some of those pieces, but for the most part, this is a, this is a younger roster. How is he going to handle that dynamic? Okay, what else you got? What's another interesting storyline Brady Quinn is looking forward to as training camps open up this week in the NFL? I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay in the AFC, and I'm going to go to the Browns. Yes. I, I don't, you know, yes. It's, it's my hometown team that I grew up rooting for. I obviously was drafted there. That's been well documented. But it's, it's more of Hugh Jackson and the job security and what Jimmy Haslam's going to do. I don't think this team's going to be a playoff team. I do think they're improved, and I think they're going to show that in the win-loss column. I don't think they're going to go winless again. And I think they'll win more than one game like they did two years ago. But 5-11 and 11 is a drastic improvement from last year. 
And I don't know that Jimmy Haslam is going to sit there and say six wins over three years is enough. Well, okay, here's what I want to ask you, because you know these rosters inside and out. This is, for the first time in a while, that the issue in Cleveland I don't think is talent. There's a lot of talent on the team. Like there, there is talent. That the the wide receiver core, the backfield is 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 renewed and and they look great. A lot of talent in the backfield. Here's my question for you: five and eleven compared to last year and the year before for the Browns. That's a drastic improvement. But is this a five and eleven team? Because there's, I mean, it, it's talented enough to me that it, it should be able to win a couple more games than that. That's why I wonder how much of this is going to be put on Hugh Jackson at the end. Everyone's got talent, Jonas. Everyone has talent on the roster in the NFL. You may not know the names yet. You will probably after they showcase themselves. It all comes down to whether or not this team, this, this group of talented individuals can work together. And chemistry takes time. I mean, think about, you know, your relationships with, uh, you know, whether it's a girlfriend or whoever else, you know, business associate. You know, the, the more you work together, the more you're around one another, the better you get to know them. And so in a year's time, you know, it, 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 it's not going to be enough for this team to, I think, make the strides that they want to make. Because to make it into the playoffs this year, at least 9-7, and seven, especially in that division, because Pittsburgh's going to win it. So now you're competing with Baltimore and Cincinnati, who I both think are going to be better than last season. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. One more interesting storyline heading in uh, before we close up uh, this uh, segment here on Fox Sports Radio. We'll continue this uh, later on in the show as well. Uh, one more for you, Brady Quinn. Andrew Luck. Uh, I don't. This isn't Kawhi Leonard bizarre, the handling of this injury, but this is strange. There, I guess reportedly they're saying that he is starting to throw the football now. Uh, which is the first time in, I think, 15 or 16 months that he's throwing the football. They say he's going to be ready for training camp, but doesn't this feel like there is like we're missing something? A- have you talked to anybody that covers the Colts? Have you, have you spoken with anybody within the Colts? Is there concerns about him moving forward, or is he already damaged goods at this point in his career? Anyone that I've talked to is not concerned at all. That, that's within the Colts. So I'll kind of leave it at that. I think this story has been one of the most overblown stories of the offseason right there next next to the New England Patriots. To think that he hasn't picked up somewhere behind closed doors, an NFL-sized football, and hasn't thrown it around to me is absurd. I don't know why people think that just because when they came out to practice, when they're out there with their cameras and their recorders and they were filming practice – they didn't see him throw an NFL football. They saw him throw a high school ball and just go through th- some drills. To think that he hasn't done any greater rehab on his own or behind closed doors, it's just it's, it's so stupid. So I'm not concerned at all. He's going to be fine throwing-wise and all that. My biggest concern for him is whether or not his shoulder can withstand the hits. Landing on it with a 300-pound man on top of you, landing on that shoulder on the ground where you don't have the ability to, for anything to be forgiving. That's what's going to test his shoulder, not him throwing an NFL football now. All right. Brady Quinn. <laughs> Brady did take a shot. He's going to take one Tuesday night. Trust me. He's going to take several. Uh, all right. Uh, Brady Quinn, uh, Jonas Knox here, that Fox Sports right. Radio. It didn't. Um, but hey, a little peek behind the curtain never hurt anybody. Um, <laughs> uh, so, uh, so we're going to have more of that stuff coming up later on. Uh, NFL training camp. Uh, interesting storylines heading into training camp as those open up around the NFL uh, this upcoming week here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, coming up next here on FSR, Brady Quinn has something in common 
with one of the most talented players in Major League Baseball. Okay, now I know what you're thinking. God, I don't want to hear baseball talk. Trust me, it definitely isn't baseball talk because we care about you as a listener and you don't care about baseball. But he does have something in common with one of the most talented players in baseball, and it's disgusting. Find out what it is next. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up here in just a couple of minutes, a very disgusting story. So Brady Quinn and a very talented, talented baseball player have a lot in common, um, and it's disgusting. Uh, But we will talk about it here coming up in just a couple of moments here on Fox Sports Radio. Do want to let you know we are brought to you by Lowe's. Pro customers at Lowe's save 5% on every purchase every day when you use your Lowe's business credit account. That's 5% on all purchases in-store or online, subject to credit approval, U.S. only. Uh, we are also watching um, the the bet heard round the world. Live Bet Jesus appeared last hour, and he bet on a soccer team by the name of Nakaxa. Um, and uh, yeah, so he bet on Nakaxa minus one, and he has just left a tweet. Did you see his tweet, Brady? By any chance? No, I, I actually I think muted him at one point. I mean, he's lost so many times it's just i've kind of i think i've muted him at some point well, you so. muted him too i thought it was just one trick ponies you muted that's, a, uh, that's unbelievable let's see what, what did he put out there? okay I, I haven't seen it I'll, I'll read it to you uh, here's live bet jesus um quote let it roll off your tongue and onto your fingers and into your bank account nakaxa minus one <laughs> i mean i <laughs> Right. There's so many things wrong with that. Oh man, I'm I'm not even gonna say anything. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna like it. I'm gonna give it a little heart, and then I'm gonna move on. Okay. Yeah. You know, uh, you know. I mean, I'm just uh, just that that's what he wrote. Like, I'm not. I'm I, again. Like everybody wants to accuse, um, you know, accuse me of like sending this stuff and and say that I'm the guy behind it. I am not. I'm all I am is somebody who tries to be supportive of a frequent guest on the show here, and that's all I want to do. I want him to do well because I like to see people I care about do well. That's it. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think I should How be How do you care about someone you've never met? Well, he just he, he shows up on the show all the time. I'm a fan Jeez. of his. I like I like what he does. I like the fact that he shows up all the time. I like the fact that he's here. He's ready to work. He's ready to make picks, and he wins people a lot of money. That's it. I, I just he I, doesn't win people a lot of money. Okay, he very very rarely wins, and when he does, he usually places bets on the favorite. So much like last week, you literally had to bet five hundred or a thousand dollars to win like ten bucks. All right. Well, for those of you, uh, if you're not familiar with who we're talking about, you can go to at LiveBetJesus on Twitter. That's at LiveBetJesus. Don't, don't waste your time, and uh, just, and you can see for yourself. No point. Yeah. All right. He's terrible. Uh, all right. So uh, Brady Quinn. You have something in common with a very talented Major League Baseball pitcher. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that somebody is Noah Syndergaard. Um, you want to explain what that – because I didn't even see this story. You're the one that pointed it out to me, um, that Noah Syndergaard – oh, by the way, I have to tease ahead on this. Sorry about that. And I hate to interrupt you, but this is poor radio formatics. It has to be done. Uh, headliner lie. Headliner lie. We do it every single week. Uh, is coming up in less than ten minutes from now. Headliner lie. If you want in on the hottest game show here on Sports Talk Radio, where you can team up with Brady Quinn or myself as we go head to head. Headliner lie. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. Headliner lie coming up less than ten minutes from now. All right, you and Noah Syndergaard. What's going on here? So, so here's the deal. There was a tweet that came out earlier today by James Wagner. It said, Noah Syndergaard is going on the DL 
with hand, foot, and mouth disease. Uh, says it's possibly picked it up working at a kids' camp over the All-Star break and perhaps why he had diminished velocity and was tired on Friday. Assistant GM John Rico said they expect it perhaps to be just one start, uh, usually lasts somewhere in the ballpark of five to ten days. Uh, and I also noted on this particular article a guy by the name of Rani Jazayurli, who has been in dermatology for 18 years, said, I'm not sure I've ever seen hand, foot, and mouth disease in an adult. Even by med standards, this is amazing. Okay, so for starters, if you ever do get hand, foot, and mouth disease, do you know who you don't go see? A dermatologist. Because besides popping pimples, they can't do much else. So you'd actually go see a real doctor. And if you're an adult and you get it, what they'll tell you is it's a viral infection and you got to tough it out. And it stinks if you get it as an adult versus as a kid. It's kind of like chickenpox, where if you didn't get it when you were a kid, you are more susceptible to getting it when you're older. And how you contract it is basically from your child or from a kid. And what happens is, much like hand, foot, and mouth, and we're going through this with our two-year-old daughter right now, You know, they run around barefoot, they, they put their feet in their mouth, put their hands in their mouth, that kind of thing. And when you're touching them and you're playing, you know, playing and all that kind of stuff and all that, you have to be washing your hands constantly. And if you don't do it enough and they happen to contract this virus, either, you know, however they would contract it from other kids or something like that, um, it, you can obviously contract it. It's, it's that contagious. Um, so anyway, I experienced this. My daughter had hand, foot, and mouth. I got hand, foot, and mouth. It's kind of hard to tell, but for, for adults – you get like these blood blisters on your fingers, and then you've got the war sore throat. And it just so happened, Jonas, it just so happened. I got it, and I actually worked with hand, foot, and mouth. You. Yeah. Someone peer pressured me into it after we had talked on the phone earlier in the day. And then I came on radio and sounded like absolute hot garbage yeah. and had to take the rest of the week off because someone peer pressured me into coming on the radio show and sounding awful. Oh, that damn Steve DeSager. I hate yeah. when he does that. He does that yeah. to me all the time. Yeah. Listen, um, so it's, you had hand, mouth, and foot disease when you did the show. Correct. Okay. That, is, that is what I, I technically had as a, as a diagnosis. And if you think about it, it passes through children a lot faster because they're smaller. Hmm. You know, Much like when they get the flu, cold, that sort of thing, it, it doesn't hang in their system very long. For adults... It's like a week to 10 days of hell. And again, there's nothing you can really do for it because it's a viral infection. So literally, the doctor looked at me and she's just like, yeah, you just you got to kind of hang out for a while and just drink some water and you know, try to have some lozenges. If anything, they're like, don't talk very much. And I was like, oh, great, because I've got this, this, this other radio host that peer pressures me into working when I shouldn't have to do a three-hour show hmm. with hand, foot, and mouth. Hmm. Well, yeah. uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but, uh, but you and I have been doing – a show together for two years, um, and oh, we both wow. have a disease. What's that? It's called hot Gaia. and uh, and listen, uh, we we uh, we just we still continue to to come on the air, and we still continue to deliver uh, uh, spicy hot sports takes, and we make it happen every single Sunday night. The fact that you fought through the pain, through that that terrible disease, to do a show, I think speaks volumes about you. And whoever was able to talk you into doing that show, uh, man. I admire them for their ability yeah, to get you to yeah. fire up and to do a radio show. That's impressive. No, that, that guy's an ass clown. Okay. But I'll say, I'll, I'll say this to Noah Syndergaard. Uh, best of luck to him. I hope he feels better because it stinks. And uh, there's, there's not really much you can do besides having a little rest. So, so uh, that's about it. Okay. Yeah. 
Now, so this has been going, so just a little behind the scenes uh, here on Fox Sports Radio. This has been going on for about a month, month and a half, maybe longer. Um, Brady Quinn accusing me of making him work while injured, okay? And this isn't just he's brought it up one time. He's brought it up several times. Never mind the fact that, uh, what's your buddy, Josh, Jake, uh, that I'm, that I'm going to get to meet? Yeah. Jake, who's listening right now. Yeah, yeah. Jake. Uh, never mind the fact that, that uh, every time Hurricane Jake blows into town, it's, uh, it's 15 <laughs> Long Islands before 6 p.m. Never mind that. Uh, and then there's Sloan. There were hurricanes. Okay, hurricanes but, uh, for starters. Okay, who cares? Uh, I mean, how does he know? The guy fell asleep on a rooftop. Um, and and, and it's, it's Sloan. It's Sloan, your daughter, who who got you sick? But I'm the one who gets who gets ridiculed for it. I'm the one who gets accused. Yeah, what the hell is that? Look out for me. I mean, it, the, the fact that you can't, of all people, the fact that you can't is what's troublesome enough. Okay. Right? I've never called in sick in my life in radio. All right, and I've worked sick. All right, so I just I I'm I'm one of those, you know, bite down on your mouth guard kind of people, and just and just continue to go on. All right, that's just that's who I am. So I I, I apologize for. For instilling my work ethic onto you, won't happen again. I, Did, I, I actually remember this. Didn't someone say you had like diarrhea and you had to bring in like a portable pot, like Kim Jong Un did to those meetings with Trump? Um, I could have sworn someone said they had to bring in a portable pot for you to be around a mic so you could still do the show. <laughs> is that true? Is, is that what happened? Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I, this is what I was told. I was just trying to figure out if you used the squatty potty or not. Um, no, uh, listen, it, it's nothing that I want to talk about here at work. Uh, nothing oh, okay. I would have a, a conversation with. Are we live? Uh, I mean, so yeah, on. I just, I think that I, here's here. I think it's important to point out that all of us work through something. Okay. Brady Quinn worked through hand, foot and mouth disease. Um, I have worked through, um, symptoms of a cold or a fever. Bobo has worked through things, symptoms of a cold and a fever. Um, and other Steve, stuff, too. Uh, Steve DeSager, has, <laughs> hey, hey, Steve, hey. Steve DeSager, Steve DeSager <laughs> our national update anchor, has worked through a cold. And uh, Eric Roberts worked through a hangover last week. So I just, I think that, um, <laughs> I, I, I think. Hangover's I think, the next day. Though. Okay, yeah, that was the next. Sorry about that. I got my timelines crossed. I think that it just goes to show that we are, uh, we're really something here at Fox Sports Radio. Know what I mean? No. no. We're indestructible. Uh, I, I don't. All right. Um, so here we go. So uh, from that disgusting topic, hand, fout, hand, foot, mouth, whatever the crap disease it is, toe jam disease uh, that Brady Quinn and Noah Syndergaard got and blame me for. From that to headline or lie, we're going to play headline or lie coming up here in just a couple of minutes. If you want in on the hottest game show on Sunday nights, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. We only have 1,000 phone lines open. You can either get in. Or you can just waste away on a Sunday night and think about what could have been. All right, so Headliner Lie coming up next. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, a man who would never, ever, ever blame me for any of his diseases, Steve huh? Desaker. Hey, guess who gave up a goal just now? Who's oh. that, Steve? Nick Hoxa was winning when some certain person on the show made a bet, but in the 72nd minute, they've just given up a goal to Club America, and it is one-to-one as we approach late in tonight's game. Ooh, how much time left? It's about 20 minutes left, and I have found that on the FoxSports.com page, you can follow this game. Just click on soccer, and they, wow. they're going live. You can follow wow. this game. Yeah, they, they weren't doing that until Live Bet Jesus made the pick. <laughs> I'm not sure right. about that. Okay. A pick that's going to lose. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Thank you. It is. Thank you, everybody. Awesome. Good to be here. Uh, good, to, good to treat a, a frequent Where's guest like Triple stilt skin right now. Uh, 
It's not live bet loser for nothing. But, you know, I don't know much about club soccer in various countries. I do know America is like the Yankees of Mexican League soccer. They play their home games at Azteca Stadium and all that. They they and their rivals, Chivas, has won the most championships over the decades. So, oops, goal while we speak. (laughs) Necoxa, 2-1. to Yes! Yeah! They're back, baby! 75th minute. Don't close that coffin yet, Steve. Yes! There is no Major League. I love Nicoxa. There is no Major League Baseball game tonight. As as if you couldn't have guessed by this point. Mets at Yankees was rained out. It'll be made up in mid-August. San Diego at Philadelphia was rained out yesterday, so they played a doubleheader and split the two games tonight. Philly's now a game over the Braves for first in the NL East. Atlanta through the rain lost tonight 6-2 in D.C. against Washington. Bryce Harper hit his 24th homer. His batting average 218 this year. He's on fire. (laughs) Oakland in 10 innings, a 6-5 win over San Francisco. Ex-Mets reliever Yuris Familia got the win. He was just traded to the A's yesterday. Angels in Seattle, each one at home. Arizona as well. Boston got a 9-1 win at Detroit. The Red Sox record 70-31. They're five games ahead of the Yankees for best overall record. Toronto and Tampa Bay with home wins. That Tampa Bay victory was on a pinch grand slam, 6-4 over Miami. Pittsburgh won its eighth straight game. Cubs and Dodgers each won. Wins for Kansas City and for Texas, which played in 108-degree heat and shut out Cleveland 5 to nothing. Kevin Harvick, the NASCAR win, and Francesco Molinari won the British Open by two strokes. Rory McIlroy tied for second place. Tiger Woods was three shots back. Back to you. Thanks, Steve. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15% or more, you say 15% or more, whatever the hell I'm trying to say, it's Geico. (laughs) Uh, What does it mean when Geico says just 15% could save you 15% or more on car insurance? Uh, uh, Visit Geico.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO for a free rate quote. Listen, I'm all flustered here. We've got Nacoxa on the screen. What do you want me to do, man? I got so many things in front of me. You got Nacoxa on the mind. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, all you can think about. Seriously, right now. like if you put Nacoxa on TV, what am I supposed to do? I lose my mind, man. Uh, well, all right, it's it's distracting to say the least. All right, it's time for headliner lie. News. Turn on the news. Is it a headline or is it a lie? Let's go to the news desk. What's the good news? Here's Jonas Knox and Brady Quinn. All right, baby. Here we go. This is the moment of truth. Headline or lie. Brady Quinn and I have uh, developed headlines. They could be an actual headline or they could be a lie, but we're looking for two people who want to team up with us to go head-to-head here on Headline or Lie. So let's go all the way to Arkansas first, where Chris is listening on Fox Sports Radio. Chris, what's happening? Hey, doing good, man. Um, well, I didn't ask you how you were doing. I asked what's happening, all right? Hey, Chris, how you doing, oh, man? I'm, I'm doing good. I'm driving home. All, all right. right. Cool, cool. Uh, Chris, you can team up with Brady Quinn or myself. Do you have a preference here? Turn over uh, Brady Quinn. All right. So yeah. you are into well, I, losing. I, I, I was the one who actually asked him how he's doing. Uh, all right. <laughs> so uh, Chris in Arkansas and Brady. Uh, Chris, just a heads up. Uh, Brady could give you hand, mouth, and and uh, uh, leg disease or whatever it's called. I've, I've had it before. I got two toddlers. Oh, okay. Oh, see, we have kids, Jonas. We're, we're grown up. All right. So, no. so you guys uh, got a lot in common then. Uh, all right. So yeah, we've, yeah. Got, uh, we've got Chris in Arkansas. Who wants to team up with me? Let's see. Let me go all the way to... Line number 698, where Paul is listening in San Gabriel. Paul, what's happening? Wow, it's my lucky day. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> what, what, did, what did they extend last call? Well, line 600. 
Yeah, all right. Uh, Paul, <laughs> hey, hey, Paul, uh, you're teaming up with me, man. All right, you don't really have a choice in the matter. You're just going to team up with me, and we're going to try and win, win this game, all right? Okay. All right. Paul, uh, first of all, what's in your right hand right now? Ooh, well, it's a that... Bud Light Lime horrible thing. Well, it's not. Look, oh, well, yeah, that's a, that's a summer beer. Hey, summer no, beer, right? you know what's you know what's not bad? Bud Light Orange. Have I told you that before? Yeah, you have. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't want to go back into that again. I right, know. I mean, okay. I'm, it's it's not something I. Uh, yeah, we'll know. talk about it Tuesday. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. A little three day tease for a crummy beer. That's always good radio. All right, here we go. So Paul in San Gabriel is teaming up with me. We've got Chris in Arkansas teaming up with Brady. Here's how it works. We're going to read headlines to you, uh, each other's partner. You have to guess whether or not it's an actual headline or it's a lie. And if we are tied at the end of this list, we go to a tiebreaker question. Easy enough for you guys? Yep. All right, so here mm-hmm. we go. I will start with Chris Brady's partner in Arkansas. Chris, headline or lie? A 41-year-old woman in Texas is facing an assault charge after she allegedly bit off and swallowed a portion of another woman's nose. I think that's a headline. You're good. Well done, Chris. You are well good. Done, my friend. You know you're flesh eaters. You ever seen the show uh, Dirty Work? Was that it with Norm Macdonald? Uh, it's a movie. Dirty Work, yeah. Movie, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's uh, yeah. Apparently, that's uh, trying to run the board when uh, when you're on. That's what they call Dirty Work. What, Mister oh, Falmo? That was terrible. Anyway, all right, Paul, are you ready? Yeah. Here we go, man. Headline or lie? Jimmy Garoppolo seen out on a date with a porn star. It's now been revealed that Garoppolo and the porn star are having a baby together. No, uh, that would be a lie. All right, there we go. Well now, Paul, done, you there, do Paul. know he did take out a porn star on a date, right? He doesn't know. I still don't see a problem with that statement. I'm not saying there's a problem with it. I'm just just saying. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll touch on that later. I've porn got, stars need I, love too. I've got many thoughts on that, but I'll wait till the final hour to share those. Um, all right. Um, headline or lie? Here we go. Chris in Arkansas. Chris, you ready? Yep. All right. Headline or lie? A college football analyst was the talk of Big 12 Media Days earlier this week after he showed up in Crocs. That's a lie. I would have heard about that. (laughs) (laughs) Chris is on the down low with the the footwear there at the Big 12 Media Day. Um, All right, Paul. This one could be tough. Headline or lie? Michael Beasley signs with the L.A. Lakers. He's arrested the following day for DUI. <laughs> he signed, but I don't believe he was arrested, so I say that's a lie. All right. All right, all right. On fire, man. We are yeah, on we got, fire. We got, we got two guys. You guys are good, man. Yeah. You got, there's something in that Bud Light Lime, and it's not good. <laughs> all right, so here we go. Uh, headliner lie back over to Chris Brady's partner here on Fox Sports Radio. Chris, um, headliner lie. A Tennessee man stole his date's car and used it to take another woman out on a date last weekend. I'm going to say that's a lie. Oh, oh. yes. That was a big story. I'm surprised you missed that, Chris. That was yeah, a huge yeah, story. I, I mean, come on, Chris. He did say the guy's from Tennessee. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. Here we go, Paul. <laughs> Headline or lie? Man sued for portraying a fictitious betting character on live radio that lost his victims thousands of dollars. One victim stated, he's a fraud, he's a fake I put my trust in him, and now I can't even put food on the table for my children, let alone my dog. Wow. Uh, I'll say a lie. 
Yes. Yes. Hey, you know what? That was all that was all about who was going to last the battle there because Brady was running out of steam towards the end of that monologue. Uh, the fact that you were able to stay composed there in the later rounds, that was impressive stuff. All right, we're in the yeah. lead, Paul. I wonder who that was in reference to. <laughs> I know. I, I couldn't tell you. Too busy watching Nacoxa right now. All right, so uh, headliner lie here, Fox Sports Radio. Chris, are you ready? Yep. All right, this is a long one, man. All right, so Chris in Arkansas, headliner lie. <laughs> this is already lead. Right. That's what she said. Headliner lie. No, she didn't. Trust me. Uh, headliner <laughs> lie. Uh, Chris yeah. in Arkansas. Your dad, baby. A, uh, a former NFL quarterback created a scene at the brand-new Mastro's Ocean Club in Fort Lauderdale this past Friday night. After running up a $600 dinner bill and snorting garlic mashed potatoes off the bar top, he yelled on his way out, quote, <laughs> I missed the big three for this. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a hell of a story, but I'm going to have to lie. Yeah, that's <laughs> tell you what Mastro's that place is delicious oh I told oh. you man did, oh. you, did you get the garlic mash uh, I, we did oh yeah. my god it's unbelievable yeah. how about that pretzel bread you get the pretzel bread uh, yeah you know I'm, I'm a fan of pretzel bread just it's sometimes I don't know alright eh. sorry for bothering anyway alright here we go Paul it's tied up right now you could go one ahead this is a big one alright headline or lie Man arrested for tranquilizing and raping alligators in the Everglades. Oh, God. Uh, lie. Ooh, yeah. doors open Damn back it. up, Chris. Damn it. Come on, Paul. You know how they get down. Come, Come on, on Club America. All right, here we go. Uh, here we go. All right, headline or lie? Headline or lie? Uh, Chris, this is an important part of the game here. You can really take control of this game. Chris and Brady here, headline or lie? Five-star high school basketball recruit Kofi Cockburn is a certified beast. What's next for the big man? It's a lie. Oh. Yes! Come on, man. Chris, you haven't heard about Kofi Cockburn? No. Oh, he's legit. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many things Cockburn. I want to say. I'm yeah. not saying them. I'm not no. saying them. I won't do it. So not Paul- on air. I would Google that, but I don't know if I can Google that at work. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, no, you'll probably be blocked. Uh, yeah. Paul, it all comes down to this, buddy. You get this one right, you win tonight's edition of Headliner Lie. All right, here we go. Here we go. Man's plastic surgery addiction gave him a permanent erection. I want that to be true. Uh, Lie. Oh, yeah, I love overtime. This is my Damn favorite. It. All right, here we go. Tiebreaker question. Tiebreaker question, guys. This is how it works. All right, I want that to be true. Get, go get go seek help, Paul. Uh, all right, uh, here we go. Uh, well, tie- I mean, it is true. Yeah, That's I know. The weird thing. Uh, tiebreaker question. Um, all right, so I'm going to read this to you guys. Your name is your buzzer. The first person to ring in with their name will have the opportunity to guess whether it's a headline or lie. Easy enough. Yeah. Yep. All right, here we go. You got to wait till I'm finished. All right, headline or lie. Overnight weekend sports radio host no longer asks his partner to come on his show because the answer is always no. Paul. All right, Paul is in. Paul is first in on the tiebreaker question. Paul, to win the game, headline or lie? Lie. That's a headline. That is correct. That is a lie. No, that's not right. No. He said it was a lie. Was that headline headline a draw? Was that a drop? Yeah, it was a drop. Oh, that's that's a headline. Oh my god, that's I got real. it. I thought that was the real actual drop. answer. 
All right. No, that was a drop. That's the drop. Oh, okay. Headline. Yeah, Chris. Oh, that was from that's last week. <laughs> that was Ishmael from last week. I thought that was the actual drop. No. All right. So, Paul, you said lie. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Paul. We just lost. All right. I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm out of here, man. This I hate this game. This game sucks. Oh, this game yeah. sucks. Now all oh. we need is Club America, baby. Just oh. come up with one clutch goal. Damn it. All right. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, um, we're going to go in-depth on a really, really important issue here in the world of sports, football-related. That's next year on FSR. That's a headline. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, so we have, we're going to get Brady Quinn who was at Big 12 Media Days. He may or may not have been wearing Crocs. Um, cannot confirm that. But uh, he was there. There is some interesting stuff about the Big 12 Conference uh, coming up this season. So we're going to get to that here in just a moment. Do want to let you know we have great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Uh, Big 12 Media Day. How was it? What stuck out to you the most? Is it like the the SEC where everybody's a blowhard? Every coach is up there doing like an open mic skit. Uh, what's Big Twelve Media Day like, Brady Quinn? Well, I wouldn't say it's like the SEC Media Day at all. Um, the coaches come up there. I think most of them, you know, have something in the back of their mind that they want to communicate out and make sure is known about them or their team for the upcoming season. The thing that stood out to me the most, um, and we head into Big Ten, Pac twelve. So for Fox. You know, those are the three college conferences that um, that we have and that we call. But seven of the ten teams haven't announced a starting quarterback yet. So when you look at that conference, which traditionally has really good quarterback play, I mean, Baker Mayfield, for example, number one overall, won the Heisman Trophy last year. Um, there's there's countless other people you can Mason throw in that Rudolph. conversation. Mason Rudolph, who went third round to Pittsburgh, you know, a couple years ago. Patrick Mahomes from Texas Tech. You know, he was a um, <clears throat> he was a first round pick. Major Apple White now. That's 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 dating back a little bit. Okay. But yeah, Sorry yeah, about that. You, you get the point. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I think that in itself is interesting that you've got so many coaches who haven't either had that moment where they figured out which one of the two guys or three guys, for example, is going to be their guy for the season, um, or they don't want to reveal it. And I, I think you can. You could do that and actually hide it a little bit easier in college football as opposed to the pre-se- or the, the NFL because of the preseason. I mean, in the NFL, you traditionally know, but, and most teams don't have a quarterback competition. There, there's traditionally a guy who's paid, and that guy's going to start. And if he doesn't do well, the next guy comes in. But in college football, different deal. Sometimes you don't know who that, that guy's going to be week one. So that, that was kind of significant. And then outside of that, um, there's a lot of good running backs in this conference. You know, Last year, you could have said that about the SEC – you know, when, when you've got guys like Nick Chubb and Sony Michelle, for example, from one place um, who, you know, went what, first round, second round, respectively, and, and you can go on down the line, uh, a guy like Darius Geis, uh, who, who goes to the, in, in the second round of the Washington Redskins, and, you know, there's, there's others too. Um, you know, what, Cameron Petaway went to the Detroit Lions from Auburn. But the, the point is, you know, now the SEC looks like it's going to be more quarterback dominant and quarterback heavy. Whereas the Big 12 looks like it's going to be more of a the conference for running backs this year. There, there's a number of, of guys that you could throw into that consideration that uh, I think are going to kind of burst onto the scene. And um, if, if you want, you start with a guy at Oklahoma who was phenomenal last year in Rodney Anderson, Justice Hill at Oklahoma State. He's been a stud since he started as a freshman. David Montgomery at Iowa State might be one of the most well-rounded backs in the league and experienced backs. TCU's got two, Darius Anderson and Shea Wu Alana Lua. Uh, so that, that's just to name a few, but that, that was some of my biggest takeaways from it is just, you know, you, 
it's kind of up in the air as far as who's really the favorite. It's, it's Oklahoma and West Virginia because West Virginia returns their quarterback and Will Greer. But it's a pretty wide-open conference. There should be a lot of uh, competition, a lot of parity. Um, so from the Big 12 media days, as we break down now the Big 12 coming up, to uh, the game everybody was watching between Nacoxa and Club America, the soccer game that Live Bet Jesus bet on in hour one. Piece of paper fell down from the ceiling, landed on my desk. I read the contents on the air. He had Nacoxa minus one. It is a Mexican League soccer game that was on, um, and it finished two to one, Nacoxa. So we pushed, Brady. So it's not a win, but it's not a loss. But it was fun watching, right? Yeah. yeah right. Go figure be a push with live bet, Jesus. Uh, Jesus, you, that is out of line. So we are coming up on the best time of the sports year. Brady Quinn and I have a comprehensive preview of some overreactions and some blown-out-of-proportion storylines coming up here in the next several weeks here in the NFL. We'll get to that here shortly. That guy over there is Brady Quinn. I am Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. As we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. If you are just now tuning into the show, um, you have missed quite a lot. It's why you need to be here for all three hours, or you can catch the podcast tomorrow. But all three hours, it's important that you're here. Uh, We have talked about everything from the blown-out-of-proportion Tom Brady report. Uh, We have talked about uh, Nacoxa, a Mexican soccer team, (laughs) which I didn't think was going to come up on the show at any point throughout. Uh, we have talked about how uh, Noah Syndergaard and Brady Quinn have the same disease. Um, Had the same disease. It's not permanent, all right? Okay. You don't keep it forever. All right. And uh, and one of Brady's uh, former teammates uh, used to go to a strip club during the day. So, there. I mean, look, there's been a lot. This has been a cornucopia of sports talk radio here on FSR. It's been a fun show, man. Yeah, it's been a good time. We still got plenty more to talk oh, about. Yeah. We, we touched on some NFL headlines. Oh. There's still a lot more to kind of discuss going into the season. Oh, well, listen, um, look, it, I know, look, we have a character on the show. His name is uh, Live Bet Jesus. Um, oh, and, okay. But you did bring you know, him up well, so but here, often. But, well, no, because I'm using it as a transition because some people in these parts call me show prep Jesus. Um, you know, I just put the time in. You know, I'm a film room guy. You know, get there early. First, yeah, yeah, first, yeah. last Rat, to leave. Yep. Yeah, okay. it's just, uh, it's just, it's just the way it is, man. Uh, Brady, are you ready to look at some other storylines, interesting storylines going into NFL training camp? As long as we don't mention live bed Jesus the rest, rest of the show. He didn't win tonight. <laughs> okay, he didn't win. Oh man, uh, look, uh, it just, I mean, now th- this is what we have done. Okay, this is how important this show is on a national, and I'm going to say actually a worldwide. Um, in the worldwide landscape. That game, nobody was paying attention to. Nacoxa and Club America, nobody gave a crap about. Not only did people all of a sudden start rooting for Nacoxa in that game and paying attention to that game because of Live Bet Jesus, we even had one of our editors fly over to Mexico Get there just in time to record this. Castro alcanza a manejar, va en el apoyo. Qué bien la tocaron. El árbitro dice: Se acabó. Se acabó el partido. Debut del técnico más joven en la historia en primera división en México. Sounds like uh, Christmas Eve at the in laws. <laughs> Sounds like to me. Uh, yeah, I'll take two uh, when you get a sec. Uh, what's the credit on that? Is that, uh, what is that, Mexico Radio or something? What's the credit on that? Uh, Telemundo? Um, 
whatever, uh, Nacoxa Television Network. I don't know. Ch- uh, yeah, channel uh, credit channel four sixty four on Directv. That's what we'll call that. Right. Um, so so there it is. Um, when we do get the credit, let me know because I don't want to get in trouble for us not getting the credit. Just find out what channel that was on. <laughs> Somebody find out what channel that was on. <laughs> Trying to do a professional I, broadcast. I hope you're not ask, asking me. I have no idea. Well, you know, well, you look, we're not going to have the Directv conversation in this segment. You and I have already discussed that off air, and that's you know some not very nice things have said. Oh, there we go. So uh, courtesy of Univision Deportes. Nicoxo with a 2-1 win over Club America. Oh, we got that down here. Actually, right. is it like Univision? Is it based on here or is it out in LA? I don't know. I only watch the uh, the weather when it comes The weather. Yeah, well, yeah. weather and the traffic updates. <laughs> the traffic updates are a sneaky second. This is like being at my girlfriend's house. I'm not kidding. Right. Your girlfriend sounds like this? Uh, well, no, she's uh, Mexican. Oh, so, yeah. bro. Gotcha. All right, Brady, you ready? Yeah, yeah, Something let's, we can't, a language we can all speak. This. NFL training camp this week. They open up around the league. Bears and Ravens are already in as they get set for the Hall of Fame game. The Hall of Fame game coming up here, not next weekend, but the Thursday after next weekend. The Hall of Fame game between the Bears and Ravens. If the field doesn't melt, uh, that game will be played in Canton, <laughs> Ohio. So, Brady Quinn, uh, go ahead. What is a nether storyline that you are looking forward to as training camps open up this week? Well, let's go to the NFC a little bit, right? And with the change in head coach up in New York, change in general manager, no Eli Manning didn't waive his trade clause, no trade clause. He's still with the team. He's their starter. And they draft Saquon Barkley. They draft Will Hernandez. And I'm just I'm wondering, what is this New York, the New York Giants team going to be? Is it going to be a team that's closer to what they were two years ago, 11-5 and five playoff team, or are they going to be somewhere in between from being, what, a 3-13 and 13 team from a year ago? I um, here, here's Do you have an issue with – because I don't have an issue with this, but I do – so they take Saquon Barkley, and they got the contract done, so he's going to be at training camp. So they take Saquon Barkley number two overall. Were you at all surprised that they decided to stick with 37-year-old Eli Manning – and and not try and maybe take a run at one of these quarterbacks, or, or was Saquon Park was Saquon Barkley in your mind the right pick at number two? Well, if you believe Eli Manning is still the the right quarterback, and if you if you believe he's got three more good years left in him, because if that's the case, then you build out around him, you see what you can do, and then after that, you'd want to rebuild because you know, look, this guy's won two Super Bowls, regardless of how he's played in the regular season, which hasn't been always consistent if you put the right pieces out around him give him some protection give him a running game he can be effective and with Odell Beckham coming back and if that defense can step up and play the way it did two years ago you've got a team that can be a sneaky playoff contender team where all of a sudden they get a roll they get hot in the playoffs and maybe they're playing in the Super Bowl and and you know they're a good value pick right now if you're one of those gamblers who likes to throw down some early bets on who's going to win the Super Bowl. I don't know any of those people. Uh, my next um, interesting storyline heading into training camp. This may be my my the, the fun one that I'm looking forward to the most. Joe Flacco versus Lamar Jackson. All right, because this is going to be a conversation. It's already been a conversation. Joe Flacco had a red ass about it. 
Um, Joe Flacco, as recently as uh, late last week, uh, was asked about uh, the, the conversation, Lamar Jackson potentially taking over, and said the following, no, I don't because I think we're going to win and we're not going to hear about it. So he is dead set on keeping his job. Uh, he doesn't like <laughs> the idea that his organization drafted a quarterback. Um, he For the first time since, was it the lockout in 2011, uh, Joe Flacco worked with his receivers in the offseason, was throwing him passes and trying to get together. He is totally focused on making sure that they regret that pick of Lamar Jackson. And I just want to see how it plays out because it feels like teammates have talked about Lamar Jackson. Um, you know, the coach John Harbaugh taught, was raving about Lamar Jackson early on. I, I wonder at what point they turn the keys over to Lamar Jackson just to let him see what he's got. Because if he balls out in the preseason, the conversations are only going to get worse. Had a great conversation with a former general manager for the Washington Redskins, Vinny Serrata, this past week. And he does radio there locally in Baltimore. And, and his assessment was this. Joe looks great. He looks healthy. He's moving around better. And, and his assessment was he doesn't believe Joe Flacco was healthy going into the season last year or throughout the course of the season. He thinks that's one of the reasons why there's a little bit of a dip in his production and that he's expecting big things out of him with all those additions they made to the wide receiver position. Michael Crabtree's there now, Willie Sneed from the Saints, John Brown, who's a speedster from Arizona, and they're hoping to get Brashad Perriman to be the, the wide receiver they drafted him to be. And if Alex Collins can stay healthy, he averaged over four yards a carry. I want to say it was like 4.5, 4.6. If they can get that running game going again and this team can stay healthy – they could be a contender you know, for the playoffs, at least for a wild-card spot. So I don't think we're going to see Lamar Jackson anytime soon. Maybe a certain package. Maybe he comes out on the field just to make the opponent have to waste time and prepare for that during the course of the week. But unless there's an injury, I think it's Joe Flacco's job for two reasons. One, they're committed to him contractually. They cannot get out from underneath this contract for at least a year, maybe two. And then the other the – other, point to this argument is you don't know where Lamar Jackson is I've heard mixed reviews of he's not necessarily quite there yet he's way behind where Joe Flacco is which you would expect and then another side where he looks like he could actually come in with a simplified system and make a splash right away we'll see what happens it's all going to come down to wins and losses though let me throw a scenario at you. I'm going to set an over under for you okay over under is, is week 10 that's the Ravens by week all right week 10 if the Ravens are three and seven Heading into oh, or yeah. three, three and six, yeah, three and yeah. six heading into the bye week, and they've got back to back home games after yeah. the bye week. Does yeah. Lamar Jackson get the Give start? Him two weeks to prepare. He's your starting quarterback in the season moving forward. Okay, because Joe Flacco's contract is tough to, to cut him because you have to pay a lot, but you can at least trade him away, and there will be some quarterback needy team after the season. Because they hope they open at home with Buffalo, they go at Cincinnati in week two. Both of those are winnable games, but then they get Denver in week three, and then they've got three straight road games: Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Tennessee. They get the Saints. They're at Carolina, and they get the Steelers again. Like there's it's a tough schedule, it is. but I, I actually think if they get off to a good start, you know, they could be close to a 500 team, and they'd, they'd be all right going into it. Like I, I thought, the the back end of their schedule is pretty tough too. So I, would, I, would, I think they're going to be okay. And, look, everyone's expecting Joe Flacco, much like you know, the Super Bowl year where he basically went into that season knowing that on the other side was free agency potentially. And he was you know, playing for his contract, and he played phenomenal, especially in the playoffs. So people think he's going to replicate that same performance this year. All right, give us another. Give us another interesting headline. Give us something. Feed well, you. the Rams. I mean, yes. gosh, that, that seems that, that they've had 
you know, splash after splash as far as signing and Dominic and Sue, Aqib Tlaib, Marcus Peters. They just extend Brandon Cook's contract. Still got to get Aaron Donald signed, but this is a team that's looking to take another step based on what they did last year. And with all the defensive firepower they brought in, I don't blame them. I mean, they're going to be tough to contend with, that's for sure. I, I was trying to think, because it seems like it's too good to be true. We've seen this before. It's not just in the NFL. In 2011, the Eagles went out and signed Namdi Asamoah and Colin Jenkins oh, and Dream R- Ronnie yeah. Brown, all, all those guys. And they went 8-8. Eight and eight. There was, I think it was uh, between 10 guys on that team, there were 25 Pro Bowl appearances. And they went 8-8 eight and eight that year. You've seen it in L.A. with Carl Malone and Gary Payton joining Shaq and Kobe. The first first year the big three in Miami they didn't win the title like it it just feels too good to be true but I keep looking at their roster and I'm like I don't know where they have a hole like I just they don't I that's the thing (laughs) if you want to be picky here's what you'd say you know they don't have the edge rushers that you're really looking for they've got the interior guys and you don't know what Aaron Donald's gonna do I mean he's got to show up only because if he doesn't show up to camp because he missed so much time before last year's training camp or, du- or during that training camp, he would then become a restricted free agent. So it would actually make it harder for him to get to free agency, which is, look, it, it, it becomes a little bit more um, you know, business lingo and all that. But long story short, he's going to show up to camp. He's going to play, um, and he's going to play alongside Dominic and Sue. So those guys should make up for maybe the lack of what they have in edge rushers. Uh, before we get to break, because we're up against it here, are you at all surprised that they signed Brandon Cooks to the extension before they signed Aaron Donald? No, because if you look at the deal, there's not a ton of guaranteed money compared to like a Julio Jones, for example, who got 35.5 at the time of signing. You know, Brandon Cooks got a good amount of money. He's young. He's still got a lot of ability. He's produced with New Orleans, with the Patriots, uh, but he got like 20.5 at, at signing. Uh, I think, you know, he was going to be a free agent after this year. And you're not going to use the franchise tag on him. You can always save that for Aaron Donald. So you had to extend him and you had to get a deal done with him before you let him potentially go into the season, not sign a deal, and then he goes and hits the free agency market. And you essentially just traded him um, for a, a rental, I guess, for a year. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up next here on FSR. There is a uh, a little bit of a conspiracy theory, all right? There's some a, a bizarre move was made, and I'm wondering if anybody else besides just me thinks it's a little sketchy. I'm going to run it by Brady Quinn, and I'll run it by you as well, too, here on Fox Sports Radio next. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. So, uh, Brady, are you into conspiracy theories? Oh, yeah. All right. So you're, you're big into that stuff, like UFOs Huge. landing? All right. Uh, they're definitely real, man. Come on. Yeah. You think UFOs are real? What's, yeah, why not? Okay, what's one conspiracy theory topic like Bigfoot, UFOs, Loch Ness Monster that you believe and you're kind of embarrassed to say you believe in it? Loch Ness, I'm out on that one. Um, yeah, it's some guy's hand in a swamp. I mean, that's really what it is. Some some You loser. know, if, if you've ever been in the Pacific Northwest... Anything could live up there. I mean, oh, heck, yeah. I believe in vampires probably living in those timbers up there. Oh, yeah, of um, course. So yeah, Sasquatch, it, that, that thing's definitely And if you want to see somewhere. a vampire in the Pacific Northwest, just go to any Starbucks in Seattle. Oh, that's where they reside. <laughs> uh, very, very dark people. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm all in on those. Uh, I'm not I, – look, I think we visited the moon. I'm not one of those who thinks we like we faked it. I don't know about that, um, man. Yeah, that one's weird. The JFK, you know, was it one, you know, uh, assassin or were there multiple? I, I think they're – 
Potentially could have been multiple there. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, I happen to uh, to believe there were there were multiples there. But, I mean, we're, it, it's fun to talk about. All right. Uf, yeah, UFOs, yeah. I have no idea. I saw some UFO thing on Netflix one time, and the guy was such a liar. Some of the stories he was telling about the UFO in his backyard and all the, the crazy things that would happen, crop circles, all of that stuff, um, I don't necessarily buy into. But I do want to throw something at you, a sports-related conspiracy theory. And I want to get okay. your thoughts on this because I because you love to shoot down my ideas. You, you really I, I've noticed this about you uh, going in two years into our radio partnership here. You love to treat me like crap on the air. It is like, oh, uh, like one of your favorite. It's it's one of like your would, favorite things to do. I would say you and I have a great relationship. Uh, the other guy that comes in this in this conversation, live bed Jesus, not so much because okay. he doesn't win. And right. He's he's brought on this show to win. So if he doesn't start winning more, we may have to figure out if there's someone else mm. who wants to be a part of the show because we can't keep having our listeners yeah. not be able to cash in. It's mm. missed opportunities, man. Uh, t- tell your buddy that doesn't like him, I'll take another Bud Light on my tab, please, when you get a sec, okay? Mm-hmm. More on that Tuesday. Getting real um, feisty there, huh? All right, so, so here's the conspiracy theory. Okay, so the Kawhi Leonard trade, right, gets, oh, yeah. gets done. Kawhi Leonard traded to the uh, Toronto Raptors. And now... We could spend a few minutes on DeMar DeRozan and Kawhi Leonard and other NBA players talking about how there's no loyalty in the league. Uh, They don't have any loyalty. Uh, We could spend time on that and say, all right, guys, would you rather be in the NFL where you get traded and you don't have guaranteed contracts? Would you you rather have that? But that's a whole discussion altogether. Um, When the story first came out, okay, when people first started getting the idea that Toronto was a serious contender, to land Kawhi Leonard, the people that broke it was a sports book, an odds maker on Twitter, who released updated odds on where Kawhi Leonard plays next season, and all of a sudden the Toronto Raptors were co-favorites with the San Antonio Spurs. Not an NBA insider, not Woj, not Chris Mannix, not Chris Broussard, none of them. Okay, Not Sham Sharania of Yahoo, none of them. It was an odds maker posting a tweet and then you started hearing conversations the next couple of days about oh yeah that's real i guess toronto really is in the in the conversation to land Kawhi leonard as they started doing some digging but where's the nba summer league it was in vegas a a vegas odds maker is the one who released the updated odds which was the first indication that Kawhi Leonard was potentially going to the Toronto Raptors. Nobody had talked about it before. They had never been mentioned once by anybody. All of a sudden, it pops up on a sports book, and you can bet on the Raptors overnight. I want to know who heard what conversation in Vegas that went to that sports book or to the betting service and said, hey, by the way, I just overheard somebody from the Raptors and somebody from the Spurs. They were at Blue Man Group or wherever in, in Vegas, and they were discussing this deal. Because a sports book, an odds maker, wouldn't update odds unless they were almost positive that it was, it was the right pick there. They're not going to just throw that up there unless they're pretty certain the information is accurate. So either somebody overheard something in Vegas or somebody involved in the negotiations tipped off and tipped off the odds maker and nobody's talked about that like like nobody has thought that that's a little bit fishy or a little bit sketchy what do you think of the conspiracy why do you think it's fishy okay just because a a, a gambling book came out with the odds and you don't think they have handicappers that hear stuff about injuries and come out with that before they're actually reported okay but what look it could be something as innocent 
as a bellhop. You do know gambling's legal in, in no, Canada, No, th- that's right? fine. That's fine. Okay. okay. But, but it could be something as innocent as a bellhop overheard somebody from the organizations talking about the deal. Or it could be something as salacious as somebody from one side of the negotiation or the others got ahead of it, went to the sports book, told them what the odds were, and who knows, maybe they threw down a little bit of cash themselves. Like, but I, I don't. That think... is something that this wouldn't be an isolated event. That'd be going on all the time. Okay, but you don't think it's a little odd, like not a little bit sketchy, that nobody had this team. Like we're talking about one the biggest, second biggest move in the NBA offseason. One of the three best players on the planet, and no insider, nobody covering either team had Toronto anywhere near the discussion, and an odds maker released the odds overnight, and that's when people were tipped off to it. Like it's just yeah, it's that, that happens sometimes. Br- like Br- Vegas when, gets Vegas is usually ahead of everything. When does that happen? Like, what do you mean? When does it happen? Like, they the, always have an okay. inside scoop on things. They're not reporting it. They're a sports book. They just put up the odds. Okay. And by the way, the, the money coming in is what's going to manipulate the odds and the numbers. It's not necessarily all, all based upon their information. Some of that's when they initially put out the line. Right. But then after that, it's all where the money comes okay, from. Okay, so who in Vegas put enough money in on the Raptors that they went from nowhere on the betting board to the co-favorites? A lot of money had to change hands there, and nobody's talking about this. It always happens. No, Brady, okay, when's it, when, when does that ever happen? Like, name me another time that's happened. Any happened. weekend where there's sports going on. I, I think you're drawing more of a, a particular, I don't know, interest in it because there's nothing else going on this time of year. No, so that's, of that's not why. That, that's absolutely not why. That's not okay, why. why is that absolutely not why? Okay, because we're, this is one of the big moves. <laughs> okay. Brady, this is one of the... <laughs> that, that was like my mom's okay. response. This like, is, because I said well, I'm, so. I'm trying to, it's my I, I'm trying to theory. tell you. I'm trying to tell you. This is one of the biggest moves of the summer. The second biggest move in the NBA. In the Toron- NBA. Okay, Toronto has never been mentioned at all previous until an odds maker released an updated betting line and put Toronto as the co-favorites. Okay, How do you go from you're, not... You're, you're, base, Brady, you're, no, no, you're basing it on like the fact that you don't think there's handicappers, there's odds makers who, who don't have inside information? Okay, but why... Inside information is one thing. But to be nowhere on the board and then to show up as the co-favorites overnight, you don't think that's a little bit drastic? No, they heard something and so they put it up on the board. It's kind of plain and simple. Okay, I think you're overthinking. Okay, this. but but where did they hear it from? I have no idea. Where does Vegas ever hear anything from? So I mean, think about it. For example, just just for example, we brought up college football earlier. They don't have to release an injury report. So Michigan, for example, doesn't even release a two deep. So think about how that could potentially manipulate a line or the outcome of a game or a prop bet for Michigan in college football because that's that's gambled on. And someone hears information, someone figures it out. So is that all of a sudden a conspiracy? No, I, I this two different things. That's completely different. No, it's different. not yes, because it is, you're saying, "Oh my gosh, it wasn't on the board now all of a sudden it's tied with the favorite." Br- someone heard something. Okay. Someone got inside tip and and they that's what they based it off of. Brady, you can bet on virtually every single college football game. Every college football game is available to bet on. I'm talking about a trade, a major trade, a team that was never mentioned pops up as a co-favorite overnight because of an odds maker. Who talked to the odds maker? <laughs> who that's, always talks to the odds maker, Jonas? Like, that's what I'm trying to explain to you. One of the biggest things that, that manipulates lines and odds is going to be the injury report. It, it doesn't matter 
what what trying to case you're trying to make? What does the injury report have to do with Kawhi Leonard being on a a trade? Injury reports come out if an NFL at a specific date and time, right? You don't think they have odds on the game before that? Of course, maybe the odds are set before they actually come out as a legitimate. That's a completely separate conversation. It's not a completely separate conversation. Some people have inside information before those ever come out. Okay, about the health of a player, but so they're getting their tips from somewhere. Okay, so it's actually not different at all. It's actually the same. You for some reason don't want to see that. No, Brady, it's not that I don't want to see it. It's that I don't see it because this is an NBA trade. Brady, this is an NBA trade that's been covered by every single insider the last nine months about the dysfunction in San Antonio. Every team was talked about. All the teams that were rumored, they were up there as favorites to land Kawhi Leonard. Toronto was never a part of any of them. No insider had it. Nobody discussed it. Nobody covering the Raptors. Nobody covering the Spurs. And an okay, odds maker okay, had why it? Do you, okay, why do you feel like no one had any information on this trade or where potentially they were never mentioned? Were they were never mentioned. Well, Toronto was that, never that's mentioned. That's part of it. What else do we know about the player and his camp and his team and all that? Do you think the pl- the camp might have gotten to a Vegas odds maker? No, I'm not saying that that's the case, but I'm saying no one knew anything about what was going to happen with Kawhi Leonard because it's not like his camp is going to leak out anything that they're hearing or they're talking about, whether it's with the Spurs or anyone else. I don't and know, so that's man. that's part of the deception with all this is much like we talked about before with Kawhi Leonard when you were going to hear about what was going to happen it was going to be announced someone was going to get the inside scoop and that's where he was going to end up that's how he operates <sighs> it's not like he's got this big public figure and everything else and Vegas always has the inside scoop it's just it, it tended to be, I guess, something where an insider wasn't able to get to it, whether that's via the lack of relationship they have with the agency that involve Kawhi Leonard or the parties involved, whatever the case may be. This isn't as big of a deal as you're making it out to be. No, listen, I'm not, it's not that I'm making it out to be a big deal. Kind I just think, it, I think it's an interesting discussion, that's all. I mean, I think it's an interesting discussion. I mean, I w- Vegas has inside information. I, I, they I, got it before everyone I, else. I wouldn't open up the show with it like you did golf, but I do think it's an interesting no. discussion. Well, I don't think, uh, it, is, it is one of the four majors in Tiger, yeah, actually. Whatever. Well, the, so, the British Open. Who gives a crap? Uh, all right. It's Brady, called the Open. Uh, Brady, it's the British Open. Come on, It's man. the Open. Listen, like, I am. I, they, I run Dimple How about Ball we have DeSager come in here? Because I know we're getting close to the break. Yeah, I, I have one thing to say. On behalf of the rest of the family of the show. Can we all get along? Can we, can we get along? <laughs> Come on, Steve. <laughs> uh, look, it's, it's, a, it's a, a peaceful disagreement. That's okay. all. I think you actually are agreeing that there's a source there that Vegas had. You both said that. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. Jonas, for some reason, doesn't want to admit that. Like, he, he wants to make it sound like it's dirty. All, look, I'm not. I said to you, I said it could be as simple as somebody overheard something or somebody knows it somebody. It could be the mouse or, at Chuck E. Cheese. Yes. We don't know. Or, or it's a rat. Or, <laughs> or. It could be something as salacious as the uh, Raptors uh, wanted to make a little bit of coin, so they uh, they they play some money on it. I'm just saying, are they that hard up, really? Where, where, where was the book that actually let out the information? Was it an actual Vegas book? Uh, it was an odds maker. I got to find it. I'll look uh, on online. But it was an odds maker. That's why everybody was surprised. Toronto all of a sudden appeared at the top. Like, whoa, Toronto! They came. Well, out if of it was Canadian based, like maybe it was someone in Toronto. That I don't. I don't think it's, it was Canadian. It's, it's legal there. I don't think it was Canadian based, but. Nonetheless, uh, Steve, what what else is going on in the world of sports? Uh, well, Brady's technically right. It was the Open Championship oh, that, that concluded sucks. today. I, I know what it is. However, right. for an American audience, if you just say the Open, they don't even know if it's golf or tennis for starters. So to call it the British Open for an American, that's okay. A guy who lives in London, by the way, won it in Scotland today. Francesco Molinari by two strokes. 
champion golfer of the year, as they call the British Open winner, as if there are no other tournaments around the world for the other <laughs> 51 weeks. He's the first golfer from Italy to win a major. Started the day three back, an impressive comeback, as there was an impressive list of golfers in the top 10 all day. Rory McIlroy tied for second place in the end with three others. Tiger Woods was three shots back. It's his first top 10 finish in a major in five years. Jordan Spieth with a final round 76. He fell to a tie for ninth place, four back. NASCAR win for Kevin Harvick. NFL media reporting the 49ers have signed first-round tackle from Notre Dame Mike McGlinchey. So now seven first-rounders unsigned from the draft as many NFL training camps are opening over the next week. The Patriots signed late first-round running back Sony Michelle. The Giants signed first-round running back Saquon Barkley. Quarterback Johnny Manziel was traded in the CFL to Montreal, which is coached by Mike Sherman, who recruited him to Texas. A&M. Vikings assistant coach Tony Sperano died at the age of 56. He reportedly had been in the hospital with chest pains on Thursday, according to ESPN. No ball game in New York tonight. Mets at Yankees never got started. Rained out. Philadelphia split its home doubleheader against San Diego. Washington had two rain delays after yesterday's rainout, but they finished tonight's game, a 6-2 win over Atlanta. Oakland in 10 innings edged San Francisco 6-5. Home victories for the Angels and Seattle for Arizona as well. Dodgers and Cubs each one, and Pittsburgh won its ninth straight game, beat Cincinnati 9-2, the loss to Matt Harvey, who gave up four homers in less than four innings. Back to you. Thanks, Steve. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. Uh, a couple of NFL topics as we uh, uh, venture away from a, a really divisive topic and conversation of uh, Kawhi Leonard being traded and somebody uh, uh, leaking information to a Vegas sportsbook to make money. Um, as we venture off that to the NFL, uh, Steve mentioned there are first-round draft picks who still haven't signed their deal. Uh, Roquan Smith is one of them with the Bears. Um, if people are going to give him a hard time, why shouldn't they? Well, if you look at why you know certain players end up holding out, and people throw around that term, but it's, it's not accurate for what's happening with Roquan Smith. He hasn't agreed to terms yet. Much like Joey Bosa, if you're not under contract and you haven't agreed upon terms, it's not a holdout. Now, you may be technically holding out for something more, um, but it's not quite the same as a guy who's actually under contract who chooses not to show up is uh, subject to penalties and fines, and he's looking for a new deal. He is holding out. So in this case, for Roquan Smith, there's only two things they're really negotiating. That's signing bonus and the timing of that, meaning do they get it at, at actual signing of the contract, or is some of that deferred to a later date, and then the offset language. So, for example, if he was to be released uh, or traded, for example, to another team, could he double dip? Would, they, uh, would the other team have to be paying the full portion of it, or if he was to be cut – and um, he would still be paid that contract as well as whatever else he signed. So um, those are the things that they're still you know, trying to figure out and negotiate. They'll get it done. Uh, but if you're, like, if you're a Bears fan, for example, you should want these guys to be happy with the deal that they signed so they're not coming back three, four years later. In this case, he's got a fifth-year option, so it, you know, it, it could be down the line. And saying, you know, I'm upset with my contract, I want a new contract, now I'm sitting out and I'm missing time because of it. Like you don't want to be in that position as a player, and obviously you don't want that for, um, you know, a player on your team. And and plus, look, you know, you look at what happened to Ryan Shazier. You you never know. You could be one hit away from it being the last of your career, and so you'd like him to be able to try to at least secure as much as he possibly can while he has that opportunity to do so. Because uh, once that moment comes, you know, and all of a sudden the game's over and your career's over, 
Um, that's most likely the greatest amount of income you'll ever make for the rest of your life. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, another contract situation is Aaron Rodgers. Um, Aaron Rodgers, who said uh, publicly that when he does come to terms on a brand-new contract with the Green Bay Packers, he is going to let his friend James Jones, a former teammate now with the NFL Network, be the guy who breaks the story. Um so I guess, it, it, first of all, your thoughts on that. Are you okay with that, or would you prefer that he went through an actual media source? No, I mean, if that's how he wants to do it, yeah. he's throwing James Jones a, a bone. If I'm James Jones, I, I would just turn and kind of say, hey, man, that's, that's not what I do. I, I don't know that if you want to be in the business of that, because guess what? People start looking at you and saying, oh, he's an insider now. Now we're expecting him to be able to give us scoops and digs and different things, and we're going to come to him for stuff or ask him about stuff, and he's going to have to start – asking guys and players and, and relationships that he has uh, to, to give him some inside info. And some most players don't feel comfortable doing that. And, look, to be Adam Schefter or uh, Jay Glazer, like when you're, when you're those guys who are in that industry, you are on your phone nonstop, 24-7, 365 days a year. And it is, to me, it seems miserable. As much as it's cool to be in the know – at the same time, it's nice to be able to kind of take a break, be with your family and friends. I don't think I don't know when those guys ever get a chance just just to try to settle down and not have to worry about what's going on in the sports world. So that's kind of what you open yourself up to if all of a sudden you want to be the guy who's going to be breaking news like that. So then it begs the question here: Let's say you, Brady Quinn, decided you were ready to make an NFL comeback and you had signed with a team, all right, and uh, you had to choose somebody in the media. To break the story, somebody in the media was going to get the scoop. Yeah, anybody you would uh, prefer, anybody in the media you might uh, you might go to with that information to sort of help them out. You know, maybe possibly on their weekend overnight show on Fox yeah, Sports Radio. Someone who's with the Fox Sports family, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, who Bruce made it? Feldman? You're uh, right. Yeah, Bruce would be the perfect person for that. You know, he, he kind of breaks news like that for college, but. In this case, you know, and he's very, you know, well versed and experienced. So he, he definitely be the guy to go to, right? Brady took a shot. Yeah, he did. <laughs> what what happened? Who who do you have in mind? Brady in trouble. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn, Fox Sports Radio. Oh, 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 Jonas! Oh, Jonas! Oh, Jonas! Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio <laughs> studios. Balls. Up next here on Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> We're going to get into a, uh, a very important week. This is a week that's going to go down in, uh, in football history as one of the most memorable weeks, a, a travel schedule you will not believe in the world of football. Um, I'm going to go uh, disappear for a few minutes and think about what could have been. Uh, you don't disappear because all of that is coming up next. That's a headline. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here, Fox Sports Radio. Oh, man, corn got the life. I can just picture Brady Quinn in the Dublin Kaufman High weight room, <laughs> just just rocking out to this. What were you doing? Like, uh, like what were you doing? Uh, incline fly, incline flies uh, for bench, like dumbbell flies on incline. What were you doing? I like don't know. We were probably like one ten cleaning to this. Yeah, probably some sort of Olympic lift, not whatever the hell you're talking about. Hang clean, huh? Oh, yeah, hang clean. All right. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Uh, all right, so uh, so Brady Quinn and uh, Jonas Knox here on FSR. Now you are you've got a travel schedule of a lifetime 
coming up this week. Um, you are going to be, what, first at Big Ten Media Days and then Pac-12? Yep, Big Ten Monday, Tuesday, and then Pac-12 Tuesday into Wednesday. Now, which is the best media day you go to? Hmm. Who does it the best? Of the three that we have, honestly, I feel like the Big 12 does it the best. Um, they are they're, they're more organized. It's, it's at the Star down there in Frisco, the Dallas Cowboys practice facility. So there's an Omni Hotel that's connected to where you have to be. So it's very much centrally located. All the restaurants, bars, everything out around there. I mean, Jerry Jones has done an amazing job building out, out around that area. So that one's pretty that one's pretty legit. Uh, it, you know, it's it's tough to say that Chicago's you know bad, but it's you know it's a little tougher to get to. It's tougher to get in from the airport, you know, and then get into the city, and then you're kind of moving around a little bit. But um, yeah, probably where, probably Big Twelve, Big Ten, Pac twelve. Where is the uh, Where's the Chicago Media Day at? I think that one's that. There's some Marriott downtown. Uh, no specific spot or no you know, um, no no like. I guess landmark or anything like that. Now, do coaches? Is it like the NFL Combine where uh, coaches get together and drink wine and potentially hop on top of tables and start yelling at the top of their lungs? <laughs> no, um, it, not quite. The so, same. coaches don't really socialize together at uh, media days. They'll say hello a little bit and talk, but no, they're on pretty strict schedules. I mean, they've got all these different interviews. They've got some players with them who are representing the team, and it's all business because they got training camp coming up soon. I mean, don't don't forget the college football season starts before the NFL yes. season does. Yes, and you know the game to kick off the college football season? Do you know the game, Brady Quinn, that's going to kick off the college football season? Ooh, does it involve Hawaii? Um, Well, no, Hawaii plays on the first day, but the actual game that kicks off the college football season, Duquesne and UMass. Yeah, mark it on your calendars, everybody. Duquesne and UMass kick off the college football schedule August 25th. uh, What's the line on that one? Um, I, I don't know. I'm not really into the whole gambling thing. Um, I'm more into like the conspiracy stuff in Vegas. I don't really like the gambling stuff. <laughs> um, but, uh, but that game is the first game. I think it's the first game. It's a TBD to, to be determined time. So we'll see. Uh, you've also got on that, on that first Saturday, which one of these jumps out to you? We've got Duquesne. You know what? I can't do this without college football and Fox music. Give me some college football and Fox music. Since, uh, since Bruce Feldman is uh, Brady's go-to guy, if he makes a comeback, give me some uh, college football and Fox music, please. We have have a live studio band in here we can't afford them so the live studio band is in here they are tuning up the instruments uh tuning them up and uh, is bobo and, still on tinder they, they are just connect uh they are just uh connecting the instruments here at uh, fox sports radio as we search for uh, cfb on fox in the system cfb on fox college football fox theme uh something like that along those lines uh saturday august 25th uh and here we are the band is ready all right, the band is warmed up and ready to roll here on Fox Sports Radio. Duquesne at UMass. Scale of a scale of one to ten. <laughs> scale of one to ten. Uh, Duquesne at UMass. How much are you interested in that game, Duquesne and UMass? Oh, I don't know. It's Can I defend okay. myself? All right, a two. No, <laughs> what no, Bobo, game? you cannot. Yeah, no, he can't. Bobo, what happened? Okay, one, all the music isn't in the same spot in our system. So if I go to where the normal music is, it's not there. It's supposed to be in beds. What are you talking about? This is an actual band in studio. Okay, where I go about. where the normal band connection is, the connection is supposed to be oh, over on the right. Yeah. This it. band connection was on the left. I hear you. Listen, look, I like I, I don't know what any of that means. Well, I think what it means is that um, um, we 
our budget got slashed because yeah, we lost right. listeners at the top of the show when you started with golf. So I thought, so I thought that, this was like a swipe right, swipe left thing with Bobo. No, is that what he's referring <laughs> no, to? You're not throwing yeah, yeah. the bus. This, this wasn't my fault. Yeah, because I literally no, it's, I it's was definitely Jonas's fault. Look. I mean, it was impromptu request. All right. for college football music. Right. I, I would throw this on Jonas before anyone else. All right, of course you would. Of course you would, mm-hmm. but not Bruce Feldman. <laughs> God forbid, <laughs> not Bruce Feldman. <laughs> All right, so Duquesne and UMass, scale of one to ten. How the interested? Two. Two. Right, two. Yeah. Prairie View and Rice. How interested? Negative one. Whoa. Wyoming and New Mexico State. How interested? One. What about David Anderson's Colorado State? What are they, the uh, Rams? The Rams, maybe, yeah. David Anderson's Colorado State Rams, the home opener as they host. The Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. Ten, baby. Yeah! I knew we'd find something. And you know what? You're going to be kicked up with a couple of Konas just watching that game, taking it all in. Nah, it's a Saturday, man. I'm all about work on Saturday. Listen, I'm totally focused on my weekends are about work and not going to Mastro's. Okay? I'm all about work. (laughs) I like to focus on the job at hand and the task at hand. That's what I do. Now, if it was a Monday, oh, boy. Oh boy! Um, all right. What about oh, a Tuesday? Yeah, that's, well, that's that brings me to my next point. By the way, Arnie Spanier and Chris Plank are coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. Stick around. That's about seven minutes away here on FSR. Arnie Spanier is all fired up. He will not stop tweeting us and texting us. Arnie Spanier criticized Bobo and the way he worked out earlier. So they're going to be all full of you know what and vinegar coming up in less than uh, ten minutes from now. Tuesday, rumor has it. Brady Quinn is going to meet up with the crew while in Los Angeles. Over, this is true. Okay, over under on number of drinks at the table is set at 76 and a half. Okay, <laughs> over or under. How many people are coming? I think four or five. Oh, um, I'm going to take the under. That's pretty aggressive. I think you guys, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take the under. Man, I can't wait for Tuesday. One of two things is going to happen. Either Brady Quinn is going to show up and we're going to party, or once again, He's going to be selling wolf tickets every time. (laughs) Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex-
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. You know, changing your oil with a full synthetic oil like Castrol Edge can help your engine get more miles. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $36.99. Get started on your next job today with the parts you need when you need them at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply.